0: And now, Preston and Steve's News Update with Kathy Romano.
1: Today is Thursday, March 11th. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning in the news this morning. Police in Philadelphia and Upper Moreland Township, Montgomery County, are searching for a missing armored van driver who vanished last month. The man was last seen on Old York Road when a traffic camera recorded the white unmarked armored van that had uh, James, also known as Jimmy Butler, in the dri- uh, while he was driving on the job. The 30-year-old Northeast Philadelphia resident uh, was reported missing on February 23rd when he didn't show up for work at the Fast Cash, and ATM teller in Willow Grove. An undisclosed amount of money is also unaccounted for, but detectives say the quantity is not uh, life-changing. The family says that this is out of character for him uh, to vanish like this. Detectives are exploring all possible motives. The van is described as a white Ford E350. Uh, there was a rash of ATM explosions in Philadelphia last year and thefts of machines most recently three days ago from a convenience store in Tacony The family is desperate to find Jimmy and have also turned to social media, hoping someone has seen something.
1: Looking at a picture of this, I don't know that I've ever noticed an armored van before. I know armored cars, obviously they look really obvious, but this looks like. So I think he was somebody. A regular van. I think
2: he was. They said he was traveling um, to like. What I guess that's the armored car too. Like he was going to the a- ATMs, emptying yeah, yeah, and it and would have the cash. So I guess that is the same I guess, thing. But I, I was I was thinking maybe it was something different.
1: Yeah, they look a little different. They they look like a normal. It looks like a normal uh, van, but I guess it's armor plated and and got all kinds of security, you know, um,
3: locks on it and yeah. so on. But I didn't realize uh, that existed because no. I was watching them tr- um, empty out an ATM at the CBS yesterday. There was a like a, a, like a truck. Range. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm.
2: Uh, yeah, so the family says that he always carried around cash in the van with him. Uh, huh. And, you know, they're wondering, was somebody watching, you know, uh, and and they have him or he's hurt. Uh, so, yeah, the family is desperate to find out uh, any information. So anyone with information about the whereabouts uh, of Jimmy or the location of his van, you're asked to contact either the Upper Moreland Police Department or the Philadelphia Police Department. Or if you see something, they say call 911. Behind the counter of Skip Pharmacy in Chwanksville, owner Mayank Ammon has been working late into the night since his independent drugstore received state approval to administer COVID-19 vaccines in late January. I
1: know that guy. It's Dr.
2: Mack. Yes, oh, yeah. Dr. Mack, known Dr. as Dr. Mack. Mac. Yes. Uh, there are thousands of emails to sort through and phone calls to field, supplies to organize, appointments to schedule. Uh, known as Dr. Mack, like Preston said, uh, he set up a vaccination clinic on Super Bowl Sunday at a local firehouse and drew more than 1,000 people who kept their appointments uh, for shots despite the snow that day. The 36-year-old pharmacist sometimes wears a Superman costume when administering the vaccinations and occasionally will drive to patients who can't leave their home, so uh, he'll administer it to them right there in their own home.
1: attention Engine was brought to me by our photographer uh brian miller with course photographer bm miller because he's been chronicling dr oh, mac all right since all this has been happening and so uh he's been really making a name for himself in being very very uh, uh vigilant and making sure that as many people
3: as possible can get these vaccinations. So if you need he's working extended hours, like Big crazy time. hours, and it's a
1: whole family. Thing. Right. Like his whole family's involved, and and he's a member of the uh, you know the Indian community, and um, there there's a there's a thriving Indian community out in, in like Skippack and Harleysville and all this, and everybody's on board and helping out and it's really really cool to
3: see so uh in general do you have any idea how many people are processing through i don't every know. day so
1: uh
2: 3, 000 people have received first shots of moderna and pfizer through skip back pharmacy so mm. far after uh securing a large supply of vaccines the pharmacist said that he plans to run several cl- clinics this upcoming weekend uh so he, he's going to add to that
1: and it's it's a little pharmacy yeah it's, it's a small little you know private pharmacy right. yeah. like in a strip mall yeah yeah exactly yeah
2: Uh, You can contact the pharmacy for an appointment. Montgomery County has one of the highest per capita vaccination rates in the state. According to the State Health Department website, Pennsylvania ranks 28 out of 50 states with 18% of residents getting at least one shot, according to the CDC. Dining under the stars is back in media. The crowd took over State Street on Wednesday night for the annual tradition. The event will happen every Wednesday until September 30th or as long as the weather permits.
4: You love that case, right? You know what's so funny? For as much as I love it, I've never Gone. I, I love taste, the idea of it. I am
1: the same yeah. way. Like these first it. Fridays in Phoenixville. And yeah. some of those other places. I love it. What a great idea, and I've never been. So
4: here's the deal. I, and we all worked in media for a long <laughs> yeah, yeah, time, yeah. and we watched the resurgence of State Street. And yes. it started with Iron Hill Brewery, yep. uh, which is you know in State and, and Monroe, and 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 it just it just permeated all the way down the street, and and that street is just Kathy. And I'm going to say something nice about Bucks County. Oh,
2: okay, yeah. It's like Bucks County.
4: It's like, no, no there's Doyle's only Town. one little tiny little spot. Oh, okay. uh, Doylestown, <laughs> yeah. right? And and so it is the, <laughs> it's the county seat. And and it really, it's so cute. State Street is so uh, adorable. And so obviously. Totes adorbs. Totes adorbs. And I heard, I, I went and got the, some coffee and they were saying at the coffee place, Oh, yeah, they're they're bringing back Dining Under the Stars Everybody was, night, like, yeah.
2: really excited about it. People were bummed. Obviously, last year it didn't happen. Um, and people were, I know, they were saying they wanted it to happen, like, through the pandemic. Once the restaurants opened. like, why not do Dining Under the Stars? It seemed, like, it the seemed stars like the thing that now. could happen, yeah. right.
3: uh, which didn't make sense. So we'll call that water under the bridge right yeah, now. Right, right, right. But the fact that it's coming back and especially... You know, as the weather starts to tick a
4: little bit better, that's going to be great. And I wanted to give a shout to the 320 market. They brought us our... Um, yes. Are they on State they're Street? They're on State. So they started in in Swarthmore, and they, and they have a market in Swarthmore, but the place on State Street is more of a restaurant. So that place took more of a hit during the pandemic okay, than the place cool. in Swarthmore did. I've never told you about the strawberries that you gave us, which were
5: so Oh kind. no, what happened? I left them on the roof of my car.
4: Oh my God. I was so excited it. and Nick, that's... you idiot. I
5: know <laughs> I am such a moron. At what
4: point did you realize that you left them on the roof of your car? When I got home. Oh man I was no. carrying Man, so the stuff. squirrels in my neighborhood have gotten really fat <laughs>
2: Oh
5: bummer! I was so yeah. pissed, Casey, because I was such a
2: kind gift, and I was so excited to eat them, and I'm like,
5: nope, nope, never gonna happen. So oh,
2: wow. residents dining outside said it was uh, much needed after a trying year last year. Everything was closed down, so dining under the stars didn't happen each Wednesday. The street closes down at 5 p.m. for seating, beginning at 5:30. Dining wraps up, and the street reopens around 11 p.m. They
3: need to take advantage of that all over the place because they do a similar thing in Germantown on Germantown Avenue, down by about a mile from where I, I live, and it's awesome.
4: I have walked down there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a mile away. I have to go yeah. do it. But yeah, yeah.
3: It, it, it's just cool.
4: Yeah. the um, And the thing is about that street in particular, when you close it down, it doesn't ruin anything. It's not like, oh, you my God, I got to go all the way. Yeah. Right. It's, it, yeah, right. It's,
6: yeah.
2: Media is proud to be a part of Mask Up Media and asks that all visitors wear a mask in and around the business dist- district. A mask that covers the nose and mouth must be worn at all times until seated at a table. In sports this morning. <laughs>
1: Are
6: yummy.
2: Both the Sixers and Flyers were off last night. The Sixers returned from the All-Star break with a game in Chicago tonight against the Bulls. Because of COVID safety protocols, the team will be without both Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, even though both players continue to test negative. What the f- Embiid is expected to return tomorrow and Simmons on Sunday. Tip off for tonight's game is at 8 o'clock. The Flyers will look to build on their win against the Sabres the other night when they host the Washington Capitals tonight in South Philly the Flyers uh, in the Flyers shootout win over the Sabres Carter Hart was pulled for a third time this season through 15 outings Hart is 6-5-3 with the 361 goals against average while Brian Elliott is 7-2-0 with the goals against average of 229 for tonight's game the puck is set to drop at 7 o'clock and it'll be broadcast on WMMR and at spring training the Phillies beat the Tigers 6-4 yesterday afternoon in Clearwater Brad Miller went 3-3 three for three and hit a home run to lead the offense the Phillies are at it again this afternoon with a game against the Yankees and the first pitch is scheduled for 105 and that's what i have for you this morning
1: thank you very much Kathy. i'll read this text it's at the top of my board right now it says oh my god this sunrise is amazing have to share with my favorite radio station thanks and that's cindy from delco by the way i think i throw cindy the Uh, special delco salute So, thank you, Cindy. We appreciate that. Nothing like a beautiful sunrise to get started on what is going to be a beautiful weatherwise day. I covered it earlier. 73 degrees are high. Fantastic. We do have a couple of guests on the show. Robert Irvine yeah, hey. will be joining us. Restaurant Impossible and Dinner Impossible beginning new seasons tonight on the Food Network. And Dinner Impossible is back after 11 years. It's crazy. Uh, so Irvine's the best. We'll talk to him uh, in the eight o'clock hour, and we also have a gentleman named Ryan Airy who is from Screen Crush News. Uh, these guys are uh, geeky tenfold beyond us. Even. Yes, uh, and what's wonderful is they they really dissect and and break down all kinds of really cool genre stuff that
6: we love.
3: I end up not watching their videos until uh after I, you know, you got there's lots of spoiler alerts. yeah. But uh the stuff is great. Yeah. And uh and uh, easter
1: eggs, plot yes. uh lines, Everything. all yeah. this, stuff they cover it all. So uh, we love that type of discussion, so uh, we'll be talking to him. 9 o'clock. Kathy's going to lead that. Yes. Uh, She'll be doing a TED Talk. Uh, and yes. I know I'm forgetting something. I know we have several other things going on, but we'll get to it all as we get underway. So let's take a break, come back in a second, and I do have an entertainment report all set up for you as well. Some stuff to give away with these stupid questions, so make sure you hang with
7: us on that drive-in this morning. We will be right back. Like what you hear? You can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand.
8: Hi, I'm Steven Singer, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. You know what I hate? Disappointing my mom. You buy your mother roses, and a week later, they're dead and forgotten. What if you can get a long stem rose that would last forever? Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com and see my famous roses lavishly dipped in 24-karat pure gold in exclusive colors. The only rose guaranteed to last a lifetime. They start at $59. Order by 5 p.m. Eastern Time today with free shipping and have it arrive by Mother's Day. Only at IHateStevenSinger.com.
7: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
1: Real quick, I want to thank uh, listener Rita. Rita Afelani, who had... She's had the season a while back, but since we got a Flyers game tonight, I figured I'd mention this. And Marissa was Said she got an email uh, requesting if we had gotten these, but she had made these flyers uh, masks for us.
3: Oh, yeah, cool. Wondered uh, who brought those,
1: which are really well done. They're awesome. So Rita, thank you. We love the masks. She even made smaller masks for the ladies who uh-huh. have a more petite face, possibly. Mm.
5: So they have giant head masks. Over
1: there? Uh, you know what? I, they they do, they're elastic. <laughs> okay. So and can, you can tie two together. Okay, we, can, you. we can make that work for you, Nick. <laughs> Uh, but thank you. And uh, Flyers play the caps tonight yeah. on, uh, on MMR. Tim Saunders and crew. Uh, and are we sending her a shard out? Yeah, why not? All right, a shard out for the uh, for the mask. So thank you, Rita. We appreciate Sorry that. Second
3: here and, and there you
1: go. Brought to you by U.S. Digestive Health Colonoscopy. Yes, our shards are sponsored. <laughs> uh, thank beats, you. Beats cancers. Schedule your screening with uh, Pennsylvania's most experienced GI network at U.S. Digestive Health. Dot com. All right, I have a stupid question to ask and a prize to give away. Digital download of uh, the film Pixie. And the question I have is this. In the TV show South Park, the character Stan's dog is played by what well-known actor who is a huge fan of South Park? 215-263-WMMR. The TV show South Park, the character Stan's dog is played by what well-known actor who is a huge fan of South Park? Call now if you know the answer. I'll mention birthdays while we're waiting for that call. It is 6.30. Uh, what? Well, it's 6.36 a.m. Yeah. It's also March 11th. That's <laughs> no, both. See,
3: yeah, I right. was wrong about what
1: you said. Yeah, 6.36 on March 11th, okay. everybody. And it's Thora Birch's
3: birthday today. Uh, she was the teenage daughter in American Beauty. And... She was also in um, a whole bunch of other stuff before that, right? She's a little, little girl in, like, every movie that was coming out prior to that.
1: Oh, like, uh, Force uh, One? Clear Force One? No, no, Clear and Present Danger and uh, Patriot Games. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. A so different Harrison Ford action movies. Yeah, a <laughs> yeah. couple of the Ryan uh, uh, yes. Jack Ryan uh, uh, roles. But she kind of took a break. She decided to do further education and kind of stepped away from acting. She blossomed as as with a Vengeance. I know yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, she is thirty nine today. Sam Donaldson, the journalist, yes. is eighty seven today. Oldest
4: Vulcan working in news. He is definitely yes. a Vulcan. Yes. Okay. Is he also the uh, inspiration for Sam the Eagle in the Muppets? Because that's been
3: a rumor. Okay. Yeah. But I don't know. I've heard that mentioned a couple times. Uh, He's 87 today.
1: Uh, The great Bobby McFerrin uh, is 71 years old. Everybody knows uh, Don't Worry, Be Happy because it was a huge, huge hit for him. Uh, but I was a fan before that came out because his vocal styling—just the first time I heard him, I'm like, "What is this?" And it was all acapella and it was all overdubbed, just his voice.
3: Yeah, I didn't realize that he had that before that because that song "Be Happy" actually would often make me very angry after a while because they played it so much. They did beat it, yeah, into beat the, the, the crap ground. out of it. But then when you heard all the stuff, the other stuff he was doing and how complex it was, it's really cool. Uh, he's he's amazing. Yeah, um, and I. Thought for for a while, I thought he
1: lived in Philadelphia, and and I really wanted to get a chance to to meet him and maybe interview him. But it just his new his new project God,
3: he's, does, he's doing the Wagnerian Ring trilogy with chicken farts. Present? Oh, is yeah. that what that is? Yeah, it's amazing. Wow,
1: that's incredible. Wow, he does have a song called Chicken. Believe it or not, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's 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 on my it's in my uh, list of music. He's seventy one today. Uh, Rupert Murdoch, the media mogul, a uh, big birthday for Rup. He's ninety today. Whoa, yeah. Whoa. Ninety years old. He's an Aussie, is he not? Just rolling and dough. I believe that yes. is the case. Yeah, Melbourne. Yeah, uh, is where he was born. Uh, then you have Johnny Knoxville, and a big birthday for him to do uh, today too. He is fifty years old. Fifty Knoxville. years old. Yeah. Wow.
3: And they're, you know, they're, it's amazing to see them still trudge on. They're doing Jackass Four. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we know Bam is not a part of that. Right. By the way, anyway, In case if you talked, has. Are uh, uh, Knoxville and Bam cool now? Because Bam was railing against Knoxville and felt betrayed and the whole collective. I I, I don't know where that stands.
4: I don't know where it stands either. But there are other people in that camp that are still, you know, because I I watch the interactions on Twitter. Right. Uh, Not Twitter. um, Instagram. Instagram. And you know, people were liking photos of one another and yeah. they're responding on each other's posts I, and stuff like that. Did so. anybody see
5: the Steve O interview with um uh, Bert Kreischer? Didn't they, no. they sat down together? And Steve was just saying um, how much he cared about Bam. You know, yeah, he, he's yeah, like yeah. Bam is as often is his own worst enemy. Um, and he was talking about it, it, candidly about Bam's mistakes, but it was in a very caring,
1: loving way. So no,
3: was, that's for sure that you did it, cause, because because Bam was instrumental in getting Steve O straight. Totally.
1: Yeah. Yep. Uh, so he turns 50, like I said, today. Also, uh, the twins, Joel and Benji Madden of Good Charlotte
3: are both 42 years old today. So Nicole Ritchie and Charlize Theron, respectively, right? No, not Charlize Theron. Um, yeah. No. Diaz? No, no, Cameron. Cameron. yeah. yeah Diaz? Yeah. yeah. yeah they, both, they
1: both start with a C. Yeah. And they both, both look actors. alike. Yep. So uh, they are uh, 42 today, Joel and Benji Madden. Uh, Mark Metcalf, who played Niedermeyer oh, yeah. in Animal House. He was
3: great. He was also on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He was, right? yeah. In fact, he played a real badass, like the big evil guy. Okay. No yeah, he was really good. Uh, and I'm of sorry. course, sorry. Twisted Sisters. Twisted videos. Sisters, right? yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, so he is uh, 75 today. Uh,
3: Joey Buttafuoco. Oh, wow. my
1: God. Lover of Amy Fisher. <laughs> the pride of Long Island. <laughs> yeah, uh, nothing oh.
3: cast Long Island in a better light than the <laughs> Amy Fisher, Joey Buttafuco. Romance. In fact, the um, motel where he used to take her in Bahaba was about uh, three miles from uh, where Claire and I lived when we got married. Deborah Joe was that the wife? Deborah oh, Joe no, Butterfucco.
2: It was something N- Joe. I don't think it was. No,
3: De- no, no. Um, my what is her name? And, and she, when you, I don't know where I'm getting Deborah Joe. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, it, it's you're you're close. Something Joe. Yeah, yeah. it is. Um, all right, Mary Joe. Mary Joe. Mary Joe. My jo, yeah, little Mary Joe
2: but you used to see them like my family also is yeah. from Long Island and they would see them out and about the um, Mary Jo and Amy and, and she stuck him.
3: she stuck by him mm. and everyone was saying no 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 I'll never
1: forget there was a she was being uh, interviewed and yeah. you know, like half her face works and she's going I love my Joey and my Joey loves me and I'm like wow yeah. man
3: no. come here <laughs> come let's go behind the curtain let's talk for a little bit she Be got a, shot in the face. face yeah. Uh, she, uh, he, Joey, but is
1: 65 today, Terrence Howard, Philly guy in our region. (laughs) Yeah. Sort of of Panera. (laughs) Yep. Uh, One of the greatest days of my life, Preston. You saw him at Panera and then Casey, did you see him at uh guitar center? Center. And Kathy saw him at Blinds to Go. No,
2: I saw him at, um, oh, I forget the name of the place, but it's a a lighting store basically for like chandeliers and like high end lights. I saw him there and I was like, oh,
3: oh. Uh, I liked Terrence Howard, but he scares me a little bit. The word is uh well, we know like Victor Fiorello wrote that article about um yeah he's been arrested several times it, yeah, <laughs> a couple of things in his past
1: he's, he's a wife beater
3: you you can look at
1: him and see that that uh pushed to a certain uh over a certain line he can yeah. wig out on you like
3: if if he if you don't get his you pick too quickly enough <laughs> he'll beat the piss out of you Fortunately, was, he got good service. Yeah, at, at, at the, the Panera, yeah. yeah.
2: There was also something. I forget. It was around the time when that article came out um, about him and, and physical abuse and all that kind of stuff, and uh, they, like, added on to it. There was some sort of, like, real estate issue in Conshohocken. He owned um, this house across from a park that I go yeah. to all of the time. I see the house. I still look at it, and I'm like, that's the house. But it was, I think his brother may have lived there, but then the house went into foreclosure. It was under his name. Like, it was some weird real estate problem. So,
3: so what's he doing now, is he? actively working? I think he didn't did take a little retirement? Uh, that I'm not sure of, Steve. I mean, but, man, does, you see him in
1: tons
4: of movies. There's By the way, he was really good. He, yeah. he was it's really fantastic good. Yeah. Actor. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> he was a fantastic You know, he did some stuff with Oprah, and his he thought, okay, oh, yeah, tig during, old an, during an interview, let me just talk about her tig old bitties. Like, dude, <laughs> this is Oprah. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Like mean, like- Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Have you
3: seen the turd cutter on her? <laughs>
1: He's 52 today. And then uh, the last birthday I'm going to mention, and I have to do it in uh, the voice of the great Harry the K, Harry Callis, Bobby Abreu <laughs> celebrates his birthday today. Uh, that was one of the best names to hear Harry say. Oh, yeah. I'm that sure he had, had his, his word, he? Yeah. When <laughs> you read it, when you read his name, Bobby when you read Abreu. Bobby Abreu, you hear it in Harry's voice. Yeah, Bobby Abreu played for the Phils from uh, 98-2006. And he celebrates his 46th birthday today. I believe he's on their uh, Wall of Fame now. Okay, oh, yeah, uh,
5: Last year or the year before he was inducted, yeah.
1: All right. Happy birthday. Everybody celebrating birthdays. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. In the show, South Park, uh, the character Stan's dog is played by what well-known actor who is a huge fan of South Park? And we are going to go to Josh to see if we can get an answer. Hey, Josh, good morning to you, sir.
9: Hey, what's up, guys? How
10: are
1: you? Wonderful. Josh, who's the actor we speak of from South Park? George Clooney. You're correct. <laughs> Hold on, Josh. We got you with the digital download of the comedic action thriller, Pixie, starring Olivia Cooke, Colminey, and Alec Baldwin. Uh, Pix, uh, Pixie Hardy is on a path to... Avenge her mother's death and attempts a heist that will allow her to leave her small town life behind. And you can own it now in digital and on demand, rated R from Paramount Pictures.
3: You know how they told uh say Gotti was the Teflon Don. Mm-hmm. South Park is the Teflon show. I was watching. A, I guess they're doing a marathon. Maybe they're leading up to the new season or whatever, Preston. But the stuff they get away with yeah. blows my mind. Absolutely. All right,
1: we're going to start with the royal family, which we have been for a while. Meghan Markle formally complained to U.K. broadcaster ITV after Piers Morgan slammed her on the air. Uh, The Good Morning Britain host, of course, has since left the show permanently after storming off the set over criticism of his behavior. Uh, The U.K.'s Office of Communication received more than 41,000 complaints in one day over his behavior, prompting a formal probe into whether his behavior violated any broadcasting codes. Uh, Megan reportedly was not personally affronted by the attack, but is concerned over the mental health of viewers. After the broadcast, ITV released a statement saying, following discussions with ITV, uh, Piers Morgan has decided now is the time to leave. Good morning, Britain. ITV has accepted this decision and has nothing further to add. Uh, Piers had repeatedly expressed doubts after Megan told Oprah Winfrey in a bombshell interview that she had suicidal thoughts, among other things. Uh, Megan's pal uh, Janina uh, Gavankar Meanwhile, backs up her story. She said of the Queen's formal statement in response to the interview, "Uh, I'm so thankful that they are finally acknowledging the experience. Uh, But on the other side, I know that the family and staff were well aware of the extent of it. And though their recollections may vary, ours don't because we lived through it with them. And there are many emails and texts to support that. Queen Elizabeth, by the way, sticking to her word and reportedly quizzing senior royals about claims Meghan and Prince Harry made. The pair claimed in an interview that uh, members of the royal family shared concerns over their son Archie's skin, whether it would be dark or not. Oprah later said that Harry told her off camera that it wasn't the queen or her husband, Prince Philip, who made those comments. So the queen is uh, supposedly looking into that. Tiger Woods is in good spirits and may be discharged from the hospital soon. According to Ace Showbiz, Tiger's friend, uh, golfer Rory McIlroy, said... Is that,
3: is that his bestie? Uh, I don't
1: know if they're besties, but they're Yeah, they're, they're super tight, right? Yeah. Uh, said that Tiger is feeling better and maybe transferred to his home in Florida in the next week or so. He he
3: missed an opportunity to get up to the podium and say he's feeling great. <laughs> He told Jimmy Fallon uh, he's doing better. Hopefully, if things go well over the next week or so,
1: he might be able to get home and start recovery at home.
3: I wonder what the uh, prospect
1: is. Yeah, well, if he's been in the hospital this long for him returning to the course.
3: Yeah, and it's it's hard.
5: You know, well, like, not this year. Yeah, yeah it, it's just when you, by the end of the week they're saying when huh. you hear about an accident like this, it, it, it always sounds and looks awful, right? And then yeah. you, you realize that he's been in the hospital for as many weeks as he's been in it.
1: I didn't even realize he was still in the hospital. Yep. neither did honest. I. And yeah. that can't be a good sign. Yeah. Rory added that Tiger is still trash-talking from his hospital bed. He said, even from the hospital, uh, he's still giving me some heat. I think uh, just all of us are wishing him a speedy recovery at this point. Ryan Murphy is responding to claims that he isn't following through on promises made to Naya Rivera's family after her sudden and unexpected drowning death in July. In the way of the accident, Murphy uh, promised the Glee Star's family that he would start a college fund for her then four-year-old son, Josie.
3: Do you remember? I, I, I think remember you this. mentioned saying this. Yeah,
1: but on Tuesday, her father, George Rivera, tweeted, Everyone needs to know what Ryan Murphy really did or didn't do. I'm about to blow up this story and make sure he's he knows that I know. Uh, He also complained in conversations with fans on Twitter about the, quote, Hollywood elite and broken promises, fake outrage, hollow gestures, no phone call.
3: Insubordination! (laughs) Insubordination! Polaris yesterday. (laughs) Insubordination!
1: Murphy responded on Twitter. He said, myself, co-creators Brad Falchuk and Ian Brennan, have committed to create a college fund for Naya Rivera's child Josie through the Naya Rivera Estate Trust. We have been in repeated conversations with the appropriate executors of her estate. So
3: he says, so "Why don't you
1: slow your roll, dickhead?" they have been working <laughs> yeah. on it. The kid's only four years old, right? So yeah. I, Come on, I, I don't know where is it.
3: So yeah, I that, think someone's looking to buy a car. That's kind of the vibe
1: <laughs> I'm getting too. <laughs> Paris Jackson quickly shut down speculation that she's dating actor Emile Hirsch There have been a lot of pictures of them together though have you have you noticed that yeah. seen the they just ru-
4: buds or what or well that's buds. what
1: she's saying so the rumor mills started churning when the 35 year old actor shared a picture of them and wrote hiding out with you uh when commenters opined about their 13 year age gap she weighed in uh the comments uh re- the comment reads yeah me too. She's only 22 and he's 35. To which Jackson replied via E News, "He's actually one of the youngest homies of mine. One of my best friends is in their 50s. You probably don't have friends older than you because elders may find you annoying or immature.
3: The last thing you want
1: is for your relationships to look creepy." Oh my god, um, she said. Not to mention another close friend. My dearest Paris. Another close friend of mine is 76. Uh, no, that's that's awkward. Uh, she said, age is a number. I enjoy the company of people of all ages. I am the student and teach of... You're the th- student and teach of what? It says, and teach of people from five For years to younger...
3: of people. ...than
1: <laughs> me to 50 years older than me. <laughs> probably- His
3: father often said, I am to be teach of people.
1: Uh, so,
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think maybe she says, I am the student and teacher of okay, people. Okay, and they got it wrong. For which they do so younger. often, yeah. yeah. Yeah, than me to 50 years older than me. Nothing wrong
3: with that. Paris Jackson has... Incredible eyes, and I—I I don't know. Well, who knows? Really, what happened in that family? Right? But, um, yeah, she's got some of the most. She's beautiful. Amazing beautiful. eyes I've ever seen. I right? just
4: think of Michael when I look into those eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you were just ten years old, <laughs>
2: How, did you watch that show that uh, she... leaving there? Oh. No. I are going
3: to say Leaving no. Neverland, The one that
2: she did. Wasn't it on, like, YouTube or, like... Never was it a, it, a no, music no.
3: show or was it a reality no, show? No, I think
2: it was, like, I think it was about her. I had it written down to watch it because I'm still so interested in her and that whole story and what those kids, what happened to those kids or what they saw or what they know. I, I
3: know she, she appeared with Michael on American Chopper. I know that was... <laughs> <Jesus>.
2: <laughs> it's an impressive hug. Anyway, I was wondering <laughs> if she, like, revealed anything in that show, but I guess not.
3: <laughs> Could you imagine that episode? Get your motor running. <laughs> um, no. Make it go boom.
2: Fucking No what?
7: <laughs> oh my no. god.
2: Maybe it was what? no unfiltered. Oh, was her oh, show? It was okay. A Facebook series. Paris sure. Jackson uh, and Gabriel Glenn.
3: Was um, she the host, or was she the, or were they just? I don't know. I I, I heard the name, Kathy. I I completely believe you. I just don't remember what it was about. I'll
1: read you the summary on IMDb. It says here, unfiltered Paris Jackson and uh, Gabriel Glenn follows the launch of the Sound Flowers. Paris, daughter of Michael Jackson, must overcome her insecurities of living under the shadow of the Jackson legacy in order to find a voice as a musician and woman. Coming together via their shared traumas, the Sound Flowers set out to make music that will change the world. So is that scripted or i don't know i don't think Did so they that's why I, was, the world?
6: I
2: think that's why i wrote it down because i wanted to know if she gave any information but mm-hmm. I, clearly at this point i think I'll, we will i'll tell, you, I'll heard about I'll tell yeah. you
3: what has been consistent through all the kids they adored their dad and defend him i know right. Hardly. right uh, she
1: later posted a meme on her instagram story of a man in a mask uh, chasing a person reading is that your new bf uh p just taking a pick p. with I- guy Okay, I don't get it. Anyhow, I'm moving on. (laughs) Matthew McConaughey is apparently giving real thought to running for Texas governor in 2022. Um, According to this interview, during an appearance on the Ballast Voice podcast that premiered yesterday, the Texas native said, when asked about the idea, it's a true consideration. Uh, The Oscar-winning actor was asked about potential political ambitions last year in an interview, and he said then... Uh, Look, politics seems to be a broken business to me right now, and when politics redefines its purpose... Uh, I could be a hell of a lot more interested. So whether he's serious about it or not, I don't
3: know. He's a lot more thoughtful than you would imagine. Like, he has some good takes on things. Very even, very fair-minded. Uh, I, I like the stuff he has to say.
1: Yeah, I'd be interested in checking out that, uh, that the memoir. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it's... Is it a, is it a biography or an autobiography? It, it, it's I his believe- memoirs or something I like have that. No I Ah, hell. His musings, whatever you will. But I wouldn't mind uh, diving into that because he's a, he's, a, he's a compelling guy. He is. Yeah, yeah I like him. Adele and Simon Konecki have finalized their divorce, nearly two years after separating. She has to give her
3: Pink Lady jacket back.
1: Uh, the, grammar win- the Grammy winning singer and Konecki, not Konecki. Oh, I'm sorry. Waived the right to seek or obtain any spousal support, and they also agreed to joint legal and physical custody of
3: their eight year old son, Angelo. I hate to say this, but when I first saw the picture of them together, I knew it wasn't going to work. I really, just, I. And I and I don't want to be superficial. I just don't... There was nothing coming across in the picture from him. She's kind of, like, very, you know, full of life and empathetic and so on and so forth. He seemed like a like a cold fish.
1: Sometimes you okay. can tell, you yeah. know.
5: Maybe this means that in a year or two, we're going to get another really good Adele record because she's yeah. going through another breakup.
1: Uh, the couple announced that they were going their separate ways in April 2019. After seven years together, uh, they cited irreconcilable differences as a reason for the split. But according to people, Adele and Kinecki have been living across the street from each other in Los Angeles. Go to hell! uh, As they co-parent their boy amid the coronavirus uh, pandemic.
3: Hi, Eddie. Hi, David. Go to to hell!
1: Uh, The source said they're doing what's best for Angelo. Where's that
3: street in in England, Preston, where the... uh, In fact, they show it in Bohemian Rhapsody when Freddie Mercury goes. He's looking for the, the guy that he met at the party, and it's that sort of... All the houses are white, and they're, oh, yeah, yeah, and they're yeah, yeah. very, they're beautiful houses, but they're very close. Yeah, the street is very shallow yeah. to the other yeah, side. It's like a canyon.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about, but uh, they live across the street. <laughs> you, in could, that neighborhood. you
3: couldn't elude your, your neighbor.
1: <laughs> uh, the source said uh, her son is her world. And Adele has been linked to British rapper Skepta. Skepta. No. Uh, amid her divorce. Do you know who Skepta is? No. He, oh. uh,
3: he was in a, a band with Sepsis. With Sepsis. <laughs> yeah.
1: And Septa. Yeah, were, yeah, Septa, a yeah. It was great. Septa yeah. was the guy that drove Septa the Septa always van. drove, yeah. yeah so. <laughs> Hence his name.
6: So stupid. Uh, fans
1: are getting their first look at Macaulay Calkins' role on season 10 of American Horror Story. Uh, Ryan Murphy shared a shot from the set featuring Calkin and Leslie Grossman posing on a beach in fur. Both Murphy and Grossman posted the pic with the caption, Something Wicked This Way Comes.
3: uh, Leslie Grossman, you said is her name? Uh, Yes, sir. She's awesome. So in that uh, 1984 version of American Horror Story, she's just an over-the-top, solid character actress. But she can be funny and menacing all at the same time. Nice. I prefer his brother now.
4: I I don't know. Well, Rory? let's give him a shot. Yeah. It's been
3: a while since he's been away from. Uh, I I don't. When was the last thing you saw Macaulay Culkin acting?
4: Ooh, that's a good question.
3: You know, seen the movie time... Party Monster?
1: Oh mm. my God, he's yeah. really good now. Yeah, he is. That's that's disturbing. A, a
3: homicidal club kid. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, that was pretty messed up. Uh, is it uh, Kieran Culkin you're talking about, or uh, K- uh, Macaulay? I think Rory is the one in uh, Succession. Is it Rory? There's I might a, be wrong.
3: Wood Culkin. Who's the one? There's I
1: mean, also one in Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim, I think that's uh, Kieran. I, he I hell,
4: I, I don't know. know. So if, if if the dude from Scott Pilgrim and <laughs> Succession, is, are... that's
3: so. Kathy's has your your cooking show, and our entertainment show is <laughs> ah, hell, we don't know. I'm hell, wrong. I don't know. Um,
5: uh, Kieran Culkin, uh, you're right. Is is the one in um? Well, he's in Succession and in Scott Pilgrim. And he's, okay. he's a really good actor.
6: he yeah, is a good. Him. Yeah.
3: You prefer him? I prefer It's, it's that's my favorite McCulkin. Uh, I think it's a good psychological test. McCalkin. Which Culkin do you prefer? <laughs> you guys have
2: favorite Culkins? I do. All
3: right. I'm going to show you a picture of three Culkins. <laughs> Tell me, right. Tell which, me right. which one you prefer and why.
4: <laughs> I think he's got uh, more comedic uh sensibilities. I just have a hard time watching McCauley talk. He he talks weird. Like his face. It kind of bums me. His mouth
3: moves all the time.
4: Yeah, Um, yeah, always moving
3: when he talks.
1: Kieran was in um, Cider House Rules as a kid. Cider House Rules. He was one of the. uh, He was one of the kids in the um, in the orphanage. He was was also in Home Alone, wasn't he? Yes. Kieran. Yeah. Yeah. Was he one of the? Which was the
5: kid in the Father, the Bride,
1: the
4: brother, the little brother? That's. Don't I haven't seen that movie in ages. I think that's Kieran. Yeah, I think Kieran played Fuller, the kid who wets the bed in uh, Home Alone. Fuller House. Okay. Or was that Gary Busey? <laughs> it might have been
3: Gary Busey.
1: <laughs> I don't
4: remember.
3: I well, well, listen. I okay, want you to read me a story.
10: <laughs> <laughs> I
3: will read you a so, story, but you've got to get his invent.
4: Go potty first. <laughs> so
5: Rory was in Igby Goes Down think. and uh, and continues to act in some of the Scream movies, but uh, the kid in Father the Bride was uh, was also Kieran.
3: Okay. okay. So Kieran my favorite colkin. All right, now we me know. Me too. <laughs> now we know. Kieran is the John Barrymore of the Colkin family. Yes.
1: All right, so moving on, other stories. Uh Michael B Jordan has opened up about his uh why he decided to go public with Lori Harvey. Um Steve Harvey's daughter. Is that who that, that is? Who is? Okay. Uh in a new interview with Men's Health, uh, the usually private actor said for all the success that I've had, uh, here's going to be negative. There's going to be negative reactions and opinions thrown at, thrown at me. Uh and that just comes with it. When you're younger, you're just frustrated, but Uh, You start to realize that this is what it is. You start to understand. And I'm never going to make everybody happy. He said, people are always going to have their opinions about me. People can make up something completely false. It has no effing substance or anything. And there's going to be 100,000 people that are going to believe it. And there's going to be their opinion of me. I can't do anything about that. And I've just got to accept that and keep moving in my purpose. That's a healthy attitude to have. He's directing the next Creed movie. Correct. Yes. He said, people that know me... Know my heart, uh, but people that know me for my work, uh, they know what I allow them to know. The fact that I've been so closed off about a lot of the parts of my life was a personal choice. And I've gotten older and a little bit more mature and comfortable in my own skin. I've become less concerned about it. How old is he? Um, You know what? I don't know offhand, Steve. Uh, But as Steve said, he's going to be directing the third Creed film. And according to Deadline, the film will debut uh, November of 2022. And this will mark his directorial debut. I gotta believe that uh, Stallone's gonna
3: give him some guidance
1: uh for that as well. So Stallone's
3: um, working on a couple of, of things that look pretty cool, Preston. Uh there's one where he's kinda like the old almost like in um uh the Clint Eastwood film, was it El Camino? Okay, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Or no where, uh,
8: uh, no, no, no. Prius. Was, uh, no. <laughs> no, no, no Cutlass no, no. Supreme. Gran Torino.
3: Yeah. yeah. Uh so um uh, that same sort of grizzled old yeah. is forced into Helping somebody. Okay. By the way, is he 33, Nick? 34. 34. Yeah. So the the, the title I'm of the article said fit at any age. And you, imagine how hard it would be to be fit at 33.
4: Yeah, <laughs> it's got to be tough. Um, and by the way, all three uh, main characters in the Creed movies uh, are, are in the Marvel universe. It's true.
6: Yes, yeah. You got
4: Valkyrie, you got a Ravenger. Oh
1: yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. I forgot about Valkyrie. I She's would the, love the, to the wife, s- the girlfriend.
3: Wouldn't you love to see an exploration of the of the Ravengers outside of the the Guardians? I will bet that that is yeah. something they're considering, maybe as a um as a TV series
1: because you could go on all kinds of Everywhere. Ravaging yeah. experiences. So, yeah, I think that would be cool. Uh, Let's see. Speaking of that, we'll go with this. The CW has cast its live-action Powerpuff Girls pilot, and there's a connection to the Marvel Universe in there. Uh, Disney's descendants, Dove Cameron, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Chloe Bennett, and Jagged Little Pills, Yara Peralt, will play adult versions of the animated superheroes.
3: Dove Cameron's a perfect choice for a Powerpuff Girl. She will play Bubbles.
1: Yeah. Uh, Bennett will play Blossom, and Peralt will play Buttercup. I assume we're all
3: Descendants fans. Kathy, are you?
2: Um, no, no. We no, we never. All did three this. movies. We never did. You it. You didn't cry yeah. or sing along. I, I I don't. You
3: didn't do the dance moves.
2: I didn't. I didn't, did. I don't think I saw it.
1: <laughs> it's fun. Uh, the Descendants was is a fun little.
4: Uh,
2: trip I think I tried. Into
1: the world of Disney.
2: And um, he like wasn't into it.
4: Yeah. Oh, oh all right. Right. No, maybe not. Yeah, okay, yeah, I can see that. I mean, it's not as good as Camp Rock or Camp Rock Two. But
2: yeah, know. I'm out on that too. <laughs>
1: As kids, the trio were superpowered by Sugar Spice and Chemical X. As adults, the series finds the girls disillusioned with their superhero past. Of course, a new crisis calls them back into action. Uh, Diablo Cody and Heather uh, Rainier wrote the pilot, which oh. Maggie Kylie directs. Uh, Bennett has superhero credentials as Sky, a hacker revealed to be an inhuman on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Cameron, of course, played Mal, the daughter of Maleficent, in Disney's Descendants films. And Prawl was in the Broadway cast of Jagged, for which Cody also wrote the book, based on Alanis
3: set song. Well, you know, Dove Cameron was also in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for a brief period. Oh, I didn't so, know that. So, yeah, they were they were both uh, going at each other. Um, uh, les- is No, no, there was no lesbian scene, but there was a, a big battle. It <laughs> a <laughs> <Some> big <laughs> lesbian,
6: lesbian scene. Huge lesbian scene. They, 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 really,
3: they were going at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, let me see here. One last story, and no, then we'll wrap it up. Universal snagged Rob Zombie to helm their upcoming new movie based on the
3: monsters. I showed this article to my wife last night, and she she does not get the monsters. No. Uh, and I adore the monsters. Yeah, I, mean, I love the monsters and I love the Addams family. She, gets, mm-hmm. she loves the Addams family. And Rob Zombie Preston's the perfect choice because he's a huge. Monster's nerd. Yeah, uh, neither Zombie
1: nor Universal has commented on the rumors yet, but Murphy's Multiverse reports that the production is set to kick off in Budapest in early May. Uh, Sherry Moon Zombie has reportedly been cast as Lily Monster, while Jeff Daniel Phillips will play Herman. Our buddy Daniel Roebuck... And Richard Brake have also been cast in undisclosed roles, along mm. with uh, Jorge Garcia.
3: Oh, that's awesome. Lost, lost. Harley,
1: and Cassandra huh. Peterson, Elvira. You know, Daniel Roebuck and Jorge Garcia had a great scene together in Lost. A very
5: climactic scene yeah. in, uh, in Lost. Yes, you're right. You a little when, bit of arse on
1: you. Yeah, <laughs> dude, you got some arse on you. Uh, NBC tried to revive the show back in uh, 2012 with Brian Fuller's Mockingbird Lane, starring Jerry O'Connell and Portia De Rossi, but the series...
3: Uh, never happened. They did so. another version. Do you remember the actor John Shuck? No. Uh, Do not. He was in a ton of stuff. If you see his face, you remember him. He, okay. It was One not. It was not good. You need. You need a, a specific. Uh, you know, like taking. You need a, a specific set of skills to play Herman Monster. Correct. All right. Let's get to clips. <laughs>
1: In Sometime Other Than Now, a father drives cross country to reunite with his estranged daughter and falls in love with a motel manager along the way. In this clip, director Dylan McCormick reveals his subconscious inspiration for this film.
3: It actually first kind of appeared to me in a
5: in a bit of a dream, a half-waking state that happened many, many years ago. I was asleep in my apartment in brooklyn and i started waking up and i was in this kind of weird state and these images just kept repeating themselves over and over and over again and i didn't had no idea what they were or where they came from and nothing like that had ever happened before and nothing like that has ever happened
1: since
11: you sound insane
1: uh sometime other than now is streaming on amazon prime video here's the next clip In the new Disney Plus film, Flora and Ulysses. Ulysses is a little rescuer who has a knack for helping 10-year-old Flora and the people in her life come back together. In this clip, Matilda Lawler uh, talks about what makes her squirrel sidekick a superhero.
0: I think it's very special because he's not, like, saving the world or making this, like, huge, big life and big difference in the world. But he's really just... Really helping Flora's family and bringing them back together.
6: <laughs> oh <my
1: God>. uh, <laughs> Flora and Ulysses is now streaming on Disney Plus. You can see that if you have it. And that is what I have. That's the entertainment report. Uh, we're going to have Robert Irvine on the show today because it is the return of Restaurant Impossible and Dinner Impossible tonight, both of them on the Food Network. Uh, we also have from screen crush news a gentleman named Ryan Airy who will be joining us so we'll nerd out with him big time we're gonna take a break and come back in just a moment on the super warm extra awesome Thursday we'll be right back
2: MMR spotlights the best rock in Philadelphia with Jackson's local shots
7: that's right and this
4: month's artist is Brett talley in case you play with me.
7: Brad Tally, your Local Shots Artist of the Month. Check them out every Wednesday at 6.30 right here on the Mighty MMR.
9: And you can hear and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword, Local Shots.
7: Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at family.
9: 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Philly.
1: Uh, So the name Lou Otten's probably means Mm. nothing to you on the surface, but it actually should. It's tattooed on my ass. Actually, well, (laughs) it's my tram stamp. You're a big, uh, you're a big music fan, so I understand. Lou Otten's is the guy who put music lovers around the world on a path towards playlists and mixtapes by leading the invention of the very first cassette tape and he passed away at the age of 94 yesterday. It was um,
3: in the Netherlands. It was a revelation. Yeah, uh, so so I go back, I one of the earliest birthday gifts I can remember President was an old reel to reel tape recorder with the old style microphone and the you know and, and the whole thing and that to me was amazing and you could get about, you know, <clears throat> a couple minutes worth of tape. When the cassette came out what it did is it allowed you to um you know to put together your own mixtapes, to create your own uh, collections of things. and uh, also it also allowed me to start recording you know comedy bits and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And uh, but the different the different states that you went through with cassettes, you know, f- for a while, it was not uncommon to go get a pack of, oh, I, I got to go pick up some cassettes. I got to go get, oh, like, yeah. you know. Like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Like,
4: uh, yeah. Like Max could, L's and... T.D.K. T.D.K., uh, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then sit there by the radio
6: and oh, wait, waiting wait for, for a song. song. Yeah, yeah, man. And
3: record. I remember, Casey, yes. one of the one of the big scores was Bruce Springsteen from uh, a live concert on in <laughs> New York, and I had that, and then... God, yeah, and you. Oh, when you wanted that one song, it was so. It's it like, oh, come, come on, come on. I told you
1: guys the radio station I grew up listening to in St. Louis was called ksh yeah. ninety five, and on Sunday nights they had this program. It was called the Seventh Day, and on the Seventh Day on Sunday, they would play albums in their entirety. Mm. And that's was you, you heard what the lineup was. You got your tape ready. And you didn't have to buy the record, man. It was awesome.
3: And there were there. It's funny because, like, even in like the early days of Napster and all that stuff, there was the controversy with the cassettes. There was that controversy as well Mm -hmm. because you were you were basically stealing albums or whatever. Mm -hmm. And Preston, there was I forget which station in New York had it, but they literally called it the Tapers Alert, Mm. and they would that was totally designed for you to go get and put together your own albums the way you wanted them.
2: Oh my God, I remember the cassette player that I had in my bedroom. It wasn't like a traditional one. It was big. It had big huge speakers on the side. I think it was transitioning from uh, cassettes to CDs. So I had both. Um, so it was really loud. I could play loud music. I took it to college <laughs> with me. Like It was great. And I'm pretty sure what I did was... I put, the,
0: being <laughs> I
2: put the, the CD in and would play, play it. So I would borrow CDs from yeah. people and then I would hit record on the cassette player so yep. that um, I could make a mix from somebody else's CDs. Yep.
5: My first big purchase, like, as a quote-unquote uh, young adult, when I was, like, 15 or 16, was a boombox with a double-decker, c- uh, double-decker cassette yep. and a CD player. So I could do exactly what you're doing, Kath, and it was yep. all about making mixtapes, but you could also record off of the radio. But, Steve, <clears throat> like, I remember, you know, when you would save up for those Maxells, like, they were expensive. They were. You and you, so you get,
3: like, a 10-pack or something yeah. and you'd wipe out your paycheck for the week. I'm older. I remember when I got my first boom gramophone, Okay, and that was <laughs> so wild. <laughs> but <laughs> it <was laughs> good sounds is It's big. I had to crank it as right. it was going along. But, but no, the those those cassettes meant everything, and then with that came all the um, the accessories, like the classic briefcase looking cassette yeah. case, mm-hmm. where you look like you're you're you know an executive, but all of it was your music. But I remember, <sighs> and it did matter what quality you got. Because, oh yeah,
1: because when yes. I, when I would want to get something really good, I'd get the Maxell. 90-minute chrome yes. uh, cassettes, and they were expensive, and you'd really have to buck up if you wanted to get the good quality. Those TDK was worked. good, but, yeah,
3: yeah the Maxells did have a good ad campaign.
1: So let me tell you a little bit about this guy. Uh, Ottens uh, was a talented and influential engineer at Phillips, where he also helped develop consumer compact discs as well. He died uh, this past week. Uh, or this week, uh, the cassette tape was Otten's answer to the large reel-to-reel tapes that provided high-quality sound but were seen too clunky and expensive. Uh, He took on the challenge of shrinking tape technology in the early 1960s when he became the head of New Product Development in uh, Hasselt, Belgium for the Dutch-based Philips Technology Company. Um, According to filmmaker Zach Taylor, who spent days with Otten's for his film called Cassette, a documentary mixtape, he said, Lou... Wanted music to be portable and accessible. Um, And Otten's goal was to make something simple and affordable for anyone to use. As Taylor says, he advocated for Philips to license this new format to other manufacturers for free, paving the way for cassettes to become a worldwide standard. Uh, But first, he had to invent it. Uh, Trying to envision something that didn't yet exist, Otten's used a wooden block that was small and thin enough to fit in his pocket as the target for what the future of tape recording and playback
3: should be. So he said that is the size of what he wanted to achieve.
1: Mm. Uh, The result was unveiled to the world in 1963, and the so-called compact cassette quickly took off. It was a sensation from the start, Ottens told Time in 2013 on the cassette's 50th anniversary. Uh, he was uh, born in nineteen twenty six He went from building a radio for his family during World War II. It reportedly had a directional antenna so it could focus on radio signals despite Nazi jamming attempts to develop technology that uh, would democratize music. Ottens was famously unsentimental about the invention though uh, that is I don't account- care. that is accounted for some one billion sale one hundred billion sales. Uh, in a career devoted to seeking higher fidelity and advancing technology, he dismissed tapes as primitive and prone to noise and distortion. So he was knew, right. He knew its fault. Yeah. Uh, true to their do-it-yourself roots, so cassette mixtapes have long been a favorite of punk and rock fans. But their legacy also looms, looms large in hip-hop, where aspiring rappers and producers have used the approach to showcase their ability to chop up other music and create something new. The mixtape ethos has survived and even thrived despite the move from magnetic tape to CDs and digital formats. Nearly 20 years after Philips introduced cassette tapes, Otten's helped the company develop compact disc technology for the consumer market with Sony to settle on a format that would become the industry standard.
4: Didn't Lou Turks, uh, back when, uh, you know, during, like, the day strippers, uh, didn't they just have a boombox on the you know, thing that... I'm not sure. Okay, because uh, I had never been there. Is that and, mentioned
3: uh, in this article? <laughs> I don't think it's mentioned in the article.
1: But Casey did wheel something in here that looks like a beverage cart from a uh, from an airline. Yeah, I'll have
3: a margarita, please.
1: I had Casey... I, I said, man, there's got to be, <laughs> like, a boombox or something around here in a yeah. building somewhere... And he found not really a boombox. It's like a mini stereo system that has a cassette player on it. Yeah. And so uh, the reason I bring this up is last night we had a conference call. And I mentioned that uh, that Lou Ottens had passed away, the creator of the cassette tape. And Kathy goes, I think I have some mixtapes laying around. So she brought in a
4: bag full of mixtapes. <laughs> oh, you <with> did? <laughs> yeah. We don't have those in there. We have uh, a different mixtape in there right now. Where's your bag of mixtapes?
2: Uh, what do you mean? You don't have what and where?
4: I have my mixtape in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I all have bags? them right oh, here. Okay, okay. I got them over here. You right, brought so. a mixtape, too? I brought one in
2: on Monday. I didn't
4: know we were going to oh. do it. I didn't know Lou was going to die. Yeah. Um, so I brought one in because it was labeled dad, and I thought maybe my dad's... Uh Voice was on the tape, but it, now it's just a, it's a it's dance mix, some hip hop work that he did. <laughs>
1: okay, uh, so I figured let's let's play around with these a little bit. Now I don't know if this even works, guys. I know, All right, right? yeah, we,
3: we are literally just so, trying this for the first time. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to see where the play function. This isn't like a, I was hoping
1: for, like a standard, you know, know. old school boombox. But oh, that's it's not. Okay. This is, it. is this is like an so office. Is, is it this? Yeah, a- to hit play. Okay, yeah, yeah I just heard, heard it clunk. Hang on, yeah, I got it turned up Hang on. Oh, this is on uh, Casey's
3: mixtape. I think you made this for your dad.
4: <laughs>
3: what is this?
6: This is Dance, this is dance mix.
3: Don't you don't know what music this is?
4: Probably my sister. Oh.
6: Live Santa.
3: Ah! 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 Ah!
6: Yeah,
1: it is, right? Well, it's,
3: it's clearly for somebody's office. Yeah, it's All got right.
1: good sound, though. Hang on, how do we fast-forward? It's forward? a Sony. Okay, I mean, you know, so it looks like fast-forward is here. It's got the energy star no, on there? that's the tuning. Ah! Oh!
3: You hear that? You
1: hear yeah. that noise? That's Damn. a blender. No, that's how. That's it fast-forwarding.
3: Oh, you can sit on it.
1: All right, how do you stop it?
3: <laughs> okay, here we go. We're going to break this person's <laughs> antiques up.
4: That's the same song. We've been fast-forwarding that long. Seriously. All right, so... I'm going to hit fast forward. It's horrible. Look at how fast it's, it's fast forwarding. Is it's it? ridiculous. Oh, it's like it's playing. It's no. almost like it's antiquated
5: technology. <laughs> uh,
1: that sucks. Hang on. Yeah, I'm going I'm to try and fix this. Hang on a second here. Let me... Let me...
3: Anyone have a screwdriver? Let's let's fix this
1: no, unit that we here's don't how you even fix it. Hang on a second.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> remember that? Yeah. Remember that move? Yeah, you had to go to a technical school for that right yeah
3: he fixed it. it so that it doesn't close now
4: now it won't close
3: oh
6: <laughs> no.
1: nice Jesus. job i think i broke it oh come on that's dead. i didn't hit that oh, no, part
3: no, of no, it no, no, no. so so what is like bill burns gonna come in today and go where's that stereo unit my grandmother <laughs> gave to me on her deathbed you broke it dude no look on, stay stay he back. has to hold it
2: down Just let it go though
1: that's yes. the same song still is yeah because it won't let's try fast it's
3: terrible
2: uh, hey, hey! I he fixed,
3: fixed it. it. So shut Yeah, up. It sounds. It's working. <laughs> that sounds fixed.
2: No, you should
1: see
4: how fast it's Is going. Is it? Right. Yeah. it? Sounds like it's all right. eating make the tape. Just making noise,
1: but it's fast forwarding. Guys, the T's done. <laughs> wow, that's oh not my god, god, that's all. horrible. All
2: right, hit play now. <laughs>
3: I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I know. Okay. All. I want to move on to Kathy's mixtape. Yeah. Kathy's yeah. are better. So the, okay. The now mix-
6: it's
1: not making noise. Oh, no.
3: Yeah, no, that's good. Oh, it's good. Yeah. Throw it off the roof and it's let's you, see if we can fix it's it. It's
1: fast
4: forwarding and it's not making noise. So, But this also, this music is kind of Preston's jam a little bit. It is? The, yeah. This is like, you know, the, of the era where you were on. You had no idea this was your jam. No. In the Kenny Knight
1: days. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Hang on a second here.
3: All right. Do you I, have any idea who created this and what it was created for? No. Let's try it. Let's oh, try Kathy's mixtape, because that's got some so, emotional...
2: Uh, yeah, so the, the mixtape that I gave you... Actually, did I mention it yesterday? Remember, I, I uh, made a mixtape for a guy when he broke up with me.
3: Right. Yeah, we brought and it we, up yesterday. We were stunned that um, yeah. the guy had broken up with you, but uh, you were pining for him, and this was an attempt to win him back, yeah? Oh!
2: Uh, I don't know. I don't to think rub so. it in his face. I think it was like here. Oh, okay. We're, I slept we're gonna, with gonna stay friends. Here you go. And oh wow. I gave him this. Um, but what? Oh, Casey has it. Casey has it. Right. Oh, okay. All right. But um, the mixtape starts with uh, Chopsticks from by Liz Fair and ends with Respect from Aretha Franklin.
1: Right. Stop it. Really? <laughs>
2: yeah. Look at the the case. Casey. Oh, all the seriously. songs are written there. There
1: you go. Okay. 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 Chopsticks from Liz Fair. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, that's great. Uh, I think it it. plays at the wrong
1: speed.
2: Oh, are you you serious?
1: (laughs) No, it's fast-forwarding now. I wonder why. So, you know what? What we're getting wrong is the features on this thing.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So, the guy (laughs) obviously was very busy, (laughs) and you were certain he only had a a little bit of time to listen to it.
4: (laughs) Now now we're just hitting. Where did you get this from? Whose Uh, is this? It, it it doesn't belong to a person it belongs to an entity and that entity is our sales department oh. i think oh okay. god so they use it for wait they wouldn't use it for listening to air checks would they no, no air checks, checks no,
3: no no yes. but I, but line. i think what you can really take away from this is that uh, listen i've used it i've punched stereo equipment to get it to work All right. this but... just didn't work yeah i
1: I'm no it's not working hang on a second here <laughs> <laughs> hey,
7: wait. No. I got we need to do it. a name that tune with this. So we can figure out what song that is. Hang on. All right, hang on.
4: I, I fixed it, I think.
3: Yeah, I just want you to
4: know, I always want to be your
2: friend, and we can
3: always get.
1: Be... What'd you do? I just fixed it. What, what did you do to I, fix it? it? He unplugged it. You unplugged it and plugged right. it back
2: in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That...
1: Yep, that's fixed. Oh,
2: my God. Oh, this is my jam. Dude. I, miss guys. I miss you. 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 Somebody's got to have one, like, in their office. <laughs> A
3: little. All right, let's stop this because it's. Let, can we find a regular boombox? We did. I just did. We tried. I, I we, did. We tried. We, That's did. not a regular boombox. That's a stereo. This is setup. all
7: he had. It's
1: all he could find. We don't I believe it? Bill Weston doesn't, doesn't have anything. How are you going to get into Who's his? Has, throw his a seat? chair to his window. <laughs> Who Where's has Chuck? a boombox with a freaking? Chuck. does. I mean, Chuck on has it. one in his office. All right, take a look. I'll go. Let's go through Kathy's... Yeah, you
2: can go ahead. This
1: is her. This is her. Uh, we've broken up, and I'm sending you this to just. Whatever.
2: Yes, I, I don't. Know. I, I, I don't know. Ex- I just know that my my girlfriend Kelly, my one of my best friends, she did it when a guy broke up with her, so she was like, "You should do this." And I'm like, "You know what? Yeah, you're right." So I, I don't know what my thought process was.
3: Right. I, I'm curious if you thought, but there was no attempt to get him back with the emotional impact of
2: this maybe maybe yeah yeah maybe. that's usually
3: i when i did one it was for that purpose yeah
2: okay so so maybe that was a yeah. little bit behind it but you know what <laughs> i wasn't like it <laughs> really into relationships in high school so no. I was like, he broke up with me i was like all right cool see you tomorrow at school like okay. i didn't really care Wait a
3: he broke up with me where's my Liz Bear album Kathy, you got
1: some good music on here. Some, ah, some good bands.
2: But anyway. isn't it funny that read some of them?
1: All right, so uh, Chopsticks from Liz Fair. I don't know the song, but apparently super it's depressing. depressing. Uh, Crowing from Toad the Wet Sprocket. I, I love that Toad that the Wet Sprocket. I yeah. do too. I just don't know the band Crowing. Kathy goes deep on her music. Oh, and then you have Wild Horses by the <laughs> Sundays. That's ah, a good one. Great song. Uh, Look around from Blues Traveler uh wasted from Mazzy Star. Now Mazzy Star is a really slow. Oh, yeah. I love Mazzy yeah. Star. Mm-hmm. Fade into you. Fade into you. I listen to it all the time. That would get a dude back. All right, here here you go. <laughs> look away from Chicago. Oh my god. Look away, <laughs> baby, look away. I
2: loved Chicago as a kid. No kid. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh Lover Laid Down from Dave Matthews Ooh, that's, a good
2: song. Uh,
1: that's like
5: that's I about want to be
1: inside you. That oh my
5: god. god. Kathy, Wait, is, how would she be being... how it works? No. <laughs> uh-uh. it's the other way around. I've never done it I was <laughs> well, going to say that song's about doing it but Steve <laughs> cut to the chase. Well, I mm-hmm. mind you. I've never played parcheesi.
6: <laughs> that
2: wasn't even like on my mind at all. I know. In... How <laughs> real. So hey, this was um I think I was, a, I was a junior in high school.
3: Okay. Okay. So you were past Belinda Carlisle brush singing.
2: but Right. Exactly.
6: Uh,
3: yeah. All right. Then you have uh,
1: Only a Broken Heart by Tom Petty. It's a good song. Night Swimming from R.E.M. That's a deep cut. Wow. <laughs> uh, Untitled and Unsung by Belly.
3: So, wow. Here's the deal. These are songs with a purpose, And These aren't... This isn't... I'll just throw something on. You thought about every... Oh, yeah. Every cut oh, on yeah. this... The message was there. It was there. Were you a Dre and, and uh Y one
1: hundred listener?
2: Um, because y- his music right this, in Y one hundred, not Dre. I okay. think I was still too uh, too young. Um, On okay. the
3: whole, Dre's music would would have been a little deeper and more esoteric. Y one hundred was still esoteric. But, um, yeah, wow. Right, right.
5: So I never did the breakup mixtape. I always did the I'm going to use a mixtape to get a girl to like me approach. Okay. And it worked n- uh, never, never. Never, yeah. yeah. No, no, it's, no, no, I, it's creepy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, thanks. Yeah, I know that now. Yeah, exactly, but right? when I was in my...
3: I lay down. <laughs> but I thought, Steve, I was being romantic. Well, and they so, said, this guy, listen, listen, this guy is like an onion. Look, the layers yeah, oh here.
5: <laughs> you know what? If oh, I wow. can't say it with words, you know what will yeah. say
3: it? The song. Yeah, absolutely. Here we go. There, there a few more
1: here. No need to argue by the cranberries. Here's where the story ends by the Sunday. So you got two songs from the Sundays. It's a great song. Uh good pain from Live. Romeo and Juliet from the Indigo Girls. Hey, I love uh, the Indigo Girls. Boom oh, we got another boombox? Yeah. Oh my god, there's another. All next. we right. have are like Chernobyl level boomboxes. All right. Then you have uh here you go. Uh, Everybody <laughs> hurts from uh, R.E.M. Uh, the best wow. breakup song ever. never well,
0: uh, break up with me, you know.
1: I hurt too. <laughs> We mentioned this one yesterday Circle from Edie Brickell. Yeah. that's another good new, one. New Bohemians. Uh, Don't Talk from 10,000 Maniacs. Uh, Time and Time Again from Counting Crows. 10 mm-hmm. uh, Story Love Song from Stone Roses. Wow. Ghostbusters theme. And then here we go Crucify from Tori Amos. Oh, my
2: God. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously? I gave that to a guy? You,
3: <laughs> you, I, this was not by happenstance. You were, you were, you seemed to be torn up, whether you admit it or not.
2: Oh yeah no I liked you, you, I liked this guy. Okay. We actually listen it was it was a yeah, high sure, school sure. love but it was we remain friends we're still friends today.
3: You're like uh, Mary Joe and Joey a Few. No
2: yeah. stop I didn't try to kill his wife.
3: <laughs> and then
1: she ends with the anthem
3: Respect. Find out what means to me. So Aretha Franklin. Do you know the reason that was? So and that makes perfect sense. Listen, I'm going to lay my heart out. Uh If you, but if you don't respond, at least I want respect.
6: (laughs)
1: Hang up while Casey's uh, working on this cassette deck. Let me go to Kelly. Hi, Kelly. You're on the air. Good morning.
9: Hi. Good morning. How are you? Good. What's up, Kelly? Well, I have – I really like cassette tapes. I have a great memory for them because my husband um, passed away when our daughters were three and two. And when he was in high school, he made all kinds of mixtapes. And so – that's kind of, because um, they don't really have many memories of him, oh. so that's kind of like part of his legacy. That's hey, awesome. Wow.
1: Kelly, were, were these mixtapes, um, were, were you guys, did you know each other in high school? Or
9: No. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this no. is a peek
1: for you as well into uh, what he was into when he was younger.
9: It is, and one of them actually has his voice on it. Oh, oh wow.
3: Really cool I would kill for, for, for that. That's really yeah, cool. Yeah, for
9: the girls to have, and my one daughter has two children, and my other daughter is expecting so it's kind of a wonderful thing for them to Most because definitely. I really tried to keep them a al- him alive with y- him about yeah. know, being a dad. Kelly, so, you, yeah.
6: you
3: you you raise it. I mean, so if you stop and think of something that represents you, your love of music is as close to a psychological profile what you like, what speaks to you and and this is what you have.
9: Yes, and it's it's so it's such a gift to them. And it's such a gift to me because he's been gone. We were 24 when he passed, yeah. So he's been gone a while, and for me to still listen to that music and his music was very different from my the music I liked. So it's kind of cool to. Uh, he even did a Christmas mixtape, which oh, that's cool. awesome. But Kel, yeah. are you
4: aren't you um aren't you worried about uh, the deterioration and it going away? Like, don't you want to digitize that to immortalize it?
9: I never thought of that. That's actually a great idea. No, thank you, you for that idea. Yeah, you, you need should. to do this because mm-hmm. cassettes
3: do degrade, and and, and okay. the the audio quality does. It's it's they're they're very ephemeral. As they yeah, say. Kelly, just look up cassette tape transfers
1: on um, online, and it's okay. real easy to do. You send it out, they'll they'll digitize them for you and put them on files, and then you'll have them. And uh, the oh, the okay. quality won't. Yeah, because over time the the it deteriorates.
6: You can also
3: yeah. buy. You can also buy. Uh, it's it's just a cassette player that USBs into. Your um your computer, and It'll 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 do the the sound clearing on it itself. And how many
9: tapes do you have, Cal? I have four tapes. Okay, and and then the Christmas tape. Um, and the Christmas tape is kind of cool because it's Jimi Hendrix doing um, Silent Night. It's all. It's not no. I never heard that. Neither have I. And it's
1: crazy. Yeah, I'd love to hear that. Okay.
9: <laughs> All right, yeah, Kelly, so- thank
1: you so much. It's a great story.
6: This
9: one's called thank Saturday. you. Have a great
1: day. Yeah,
6: <laughs>
9: it was a holy
5: night. <laughs> the mixtape really took a lot of time and energy. Like you had to plan out each song. You also had to space them out because you didn't want the uh, tape cassette side to end with too much leeway at yeah, the yeah, end. You had yeah, to do yeah. math. You, you had, had to, to do, do math, math because yeah. you had to figure out. And every yeah. now and then you'd have to shove in like a real quick one and a half or two minute long song. So I think Blur 2
0: ended up on a <laughs> lot of oh, people's her next Her a pretty fine. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And
2: you know, I'm looking at these tapes. Remember there was like a little, uh, little tab on the top that you could pull off so you couldn't record, record
0: it over. over, and over. It.
6: Yeah, yeah. over it. Yeah. yeah,
1: absolutely. Well, I you could. A... You
4: just put tape over you it. You put afterwards. the tape over it, yeah. yes.
1: I would do that for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, so let me try this. Casey bought another deck in here, and it's a two-way. Can You can you play forward or back here. Let's see if this works now. What the hell? It was working a second ago, Case.
4: It was. Uh, <laughs> well,
1: which one are you playing? <laughs> I'm, I'm hit by hit play there.
3: See, there's audio. All
4: right, hang
3: on. Are the speakers connected?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah this
1: Stacy had had some audio
3: going a second ago. All right. Well, listen, just punch it again, press. You
1: know, what, turn it off. No, don't. Turn it off. Turn it oh, off. Turn it off turn and it back off. on because I was trying By to hit the way. this
4: EQ. <laughs> Uh, what this was the the exact stereo I had in my dorm room, no, in really? college. Yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah, how'd had, you find it? Uh, it was a three disc changer. <laughs> yeah, I know. You remember but, how much you paid for it? So, this is what I remember I didn't have the money for it, so I opened up a Macy's charge card, yes,
7: <laughs> and my I man. bought it with oh my that. God. That's awesome. and
4: my mom was like, What
7: did you You're do? Macy's <laughs> do?
4: <laughs> but you needed it for your dorm room, I needed 100%. it. That was All
3: right, great.
1: All right, All right. I, I'm so I'm so in the vu meter moving. Yeah, uh, and, and you things. you had it playing a second ago, we right? We did. There, there we you know. go. It was a loose cable.
2: Oh. Now he's got to hold the cable.
1: Here we go. Is this your cassette,
2: Kathy? Yes, yeah, I is think the so. Yeah. One. Do You know Let what me, song uh, this is, Kathy? I have other mixes if you since we went over that. What was one. the guy's name again? Yeah, toss uh, this another was, one. This was uh, Jay.
1: Or go through what you have. Jay, uh, miss you so
2: much. <laughs> <laughs> Um, My loins ache for you. No, I I want to play
3: Parcheesi
1: with you. If you're just tuning in, Lou Ottens, who uh, is the guy who invented the cassette tape, Past Waves 94, so that's why we're talking about
2: this. No, if you want to know, and listen, Jay, I love Jay. Him and I, actually, before the pandemic, we would get together once a year when he would come home. Uh Uh, He lives on the West Coast. He lives in California. Uh, He works for NFL Films, and when he would come home, we would always get together. And listen, we've laughed about this for years, but the reason he broke up with me, he was a senior. I was a junior, uh, and you know, he Yes, dude into, you know, and I wouldn't have sex with him. So he was like, oh, I think we're going to break up now. Wow.
1: <laughs> what are the... What uh, other so I tapes? have
2: my rap mix. I have a secret pal mix. I have Kathy's dance party. Ooh. And then I have... To Kathy, love Michael. Michael was also an, a friend Let's of mine. Love
3: Michael. Love
2: Michael. Love Michael.
6: Michael? And that. dance party. Friend. I, I want to, 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 to know, know what's
1: on the Kathy dance
6: party. <laughs> yes. right, I'll give
2: you both. It's Kathy's dance
0: party, everybody.
6: <laughs>
2: so, How y'all <you laughs> doing?
1: <laughs> Are these labeled Kathy?
6: Whoop, whoop. The, uh,
0: the songs all here for all you succulents out there.
2: Uh, no, Nick, these aren't labeled. However, case I think you're gonna like the love Michael one. Michael was the guy that took me to a fish concert. Oh. oh, yeah. So.
1: Toss the cassette while you're going through the uh, the list, and so I'll, I'll pop have... it in and
3: see if it'll
2: work. These aren't labeled. Oh, okay.
3: Okay. They, they are. are. Right. Yeah, just well, throw it over. If he's a fish fan, you just need one title.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Right.
3: So, so this is this. The, Kathy the, Love? And by the, the way, deck
4: here? Oh, this one. Yeah. And the, this is Kathy's dance mix. You don't have we do...
3: officially destroyed more boomboxes today than any other <laughs> show in history?
1: All right. Let's try this, Kathy's. Uh, this is Michael's mix. Yeah.
3: Do you guys remember when the two hour cassettes came out? Whoa. I think ninety was
6: <laughs>
3: I love you. Wait a minute. <laughs> what the hell is
2: that? Was that you? No, that's Mike. That's Mike. Was oh. he just being silly? He, yes, he's being he's being goofy. Okay. I think he starts talking eventually.
7: Uh, hang on a
5: second
1: here. Oh! oh. Cheryl Crow. Oh nice. <laughs> Leaving Las Vegas. Great song. Yeah. <laughs> do do. Down, down. Down, down. I, oh my God. I don't know why, Kathy. I swear to God, yesterday, as I got in the car, no radio on, nothing, I started singing that's along a... to this song. I'm not <laughs> kidding you, and I don't
4: know why it popped up in my head. Ooh. Hey, that's uh, bizarre. Maybe you guys yeah. should date. Can I ask you guys where the technology Ew. came from? Was it the tape player or the tape itself where you could actually fast forward to the next song?
3: I'm oh, sorry. The, it was the tape player. Himself. It was a tape player. So, himself? so but he's, he's talking about cassette decks used to come out, and they would allow you to advance. And then, Casey, do you remember the cassette decks that would flip the side? Oh, yeah. So, you, yeah, you'd have an A B. Those AV. were fancy.
5: Mm-hmm. Those were
1: pretty fancy. I remember
3: somebody had a, a Subaru
5: uh, Outback with the uh, the Stevie. You could rewind it to a particular song. Yep. And I was like, oh my god, we are living in the future.
1: Yeah. On this on this tape deck, the left one says auto reverse on it. There probably. you go. So it is, and it also says. Synchro recording. Synchro. Oh. Because you have two
3: cassette decks Yeah, it's a one-button push. Right, let me, let me fast forwarding. Ah, yeah.
1: Okay, still fast-forwarding. Let's see what the next song is. And it's got a
3: CD player on top, too. So you could take You know what? CDs I'm glad videos. you broke that other one. It's not as good yeah. as this one. Yeah. Do
2: so you I have to I... hold the wire in the back case?
3: No. No, you
7: gotta no, 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 no with, I,
3: I... It, it comes with new
5: hold-the-wire technology. <laughs> <laughs> see here. Do you think there's any more mic talking
1: on this?
2: Yeah, Pat?
6: there is. I know there is no, somewhere on there. Come
1: on. Come on.
6: <laughs>
1: you know what? There's not is there isn't the uh, the auto thing where it goes forward and then finds the gap and then slots well, a mix. Yeah,
6: that's
0: yeah. Sure. yeah, Well, maybe. Let me see. There's your song, Kathy. And when you go to California, I'll play this
4: one for you. So he he made this mix for you.
2: Yeah,
6: yeah. Oh uh, yeah, Kathy, I,
2: I mean, yeah, two Kathy yeah, Love Michael.
4: Just like friends do.
0: You Zeppelin. know, guys
4: to. Ooh,
1: Led Zeppelin. Nice. I think it's it, yeah, isn't it? Yeah.
11: Spend my days with a woman This is a
3: great song for a girl who maybe decides one day to give it up.
11: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, Mike was just my friend, but you didn't know, want to be kind of, This kind of
3: music you play when you tell your girl you yeah. just a friend, but you really want
4: to. <laughs> Take some of that nectar, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> any, any guy that makes no. a mixtape
5: for a girl, Kathy, there's intention. And labels
4: it that love Michael? Uh-huh.
5: They, they, were,
3: Michael they and... were, just friends. we're Michael and Jay friends? No, no. Uh,
2: they, it was, no they would get together
3: friends. and go, how are we going to crack this? <laughs> this is like Fort Ooh. Knox.
1: I'd fast forward right to the end of that song. Oh. I still got my old chops, man. All right. <laughs> Oh, Liz Fair. Uh, um, Supernova. Great song. Great tune, yeah. Clearly,
2: we were into Liz Fair in
1: high school. I, oh. I
6: love this song. I, <laughs> I just want to stop the song right now and say, you know, love is also
3: physical.
2: <laughs> yeah. Just so you know,
3: Even uh, uh, friends can have
1: sex. That one has a couple f bombs in it, so I got to get oh, past. Nice. Right, let's see if I got any. If Whatever's I got... Left, I'll do oh, oh do dude, it how out. good am I? You are I really good. <laughs> nailed it right at the gap. Let me back it up just a little bit here. Come on, it's not, it's not rewinding.
6: I'm not going to talk
0: anymore. So, hang on. Oh.
6: Why
1: is this not rewinding?
3: Michael signing yeah. off.
0: Yeah. Blue balls, and I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> you
3: know, it can actually
6: physically hurt you, and uh term consequences. But anyway, here's some
3: more Liz Fair. Uh, don't how many kids. Are-
1: this is, it won't rewind, Case. Wait, here we go. Come on. No, it's
3: nocturnal discharge and so I went to the doctor and he gave me some advice. He said if I had sex, it would help. Anyway. Yeah, it, doesn't,
1: it doesn't want to rewind. I'll, I'll try it. I'll do it manually. Here's Tracy Chapman. <laughs> yeah,
6: Tracy Chappen. Uh Yeah, I want to hear what Mike says.
0: Hold on. Yeah, Let's try this. Kathy, I'm going to bed. I'm real tired. So whatever's left, I'll do tomorrow. I'm not going to talk anymore, so have a nice safe trip and be good. Any kids or anything. <laughs> and, uh, uh, I'll leave you with the rest of this music, okay? Uh, uh, this next song, Think of Me, this is one of the songs i went uh, nuts the, to do with the date dance. Oh,
3: there's no okay. one. The, the guy was into you.
11: Rose, was into totally.
3: You.
2: Oh. you were going on a trip. Guy, I was going to my he's uncle. He's making
1: this for you uh, yeah. to, to listen along the way.
2: Yep, I was going to my uncle's wedding in, in uh, San Diego.
1: Okay. Yep. So think of me. Let's said. See, anybody want to guess what song it might be? Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Think of me. Wait, what year is this?
2: Uh, this is
3: ninety six. Nine Inch Nails, closer.
4: <laughs> wow! I want right. to have you like an animal. I'm <laughs>
2: thinking. <Steve>.
3: Wow!
4: <laughs> uh, you ought to know by Alanis N- Morissette. No, no. If you're if
3: you're on the road, thinking a more wistful song, Crash Into Me by Dave Matthews. Yeah, Ooh, right, let's go with
4: that. I'm,
3: a good I'm, one, I'm, I'm <laughs> voting for Nick's I'm
1: choice. I'm with you on yeah. that. All right, let's see what we get. Here we go. Hang on.
3: Oh, oh. good song.
6: <laughs> yeah. Dude, I was so
3: hoping for. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you hike up that skirt a
1: little more? <laughs>
6: all
1: right. Let's or you'd all let's go one more and see where we get and uh see if Mike's got another message for us. Is
3: Robert Irvine on a on a schedule? Okay, so good. We can we can go a little long. You know what, Pre- Preston? Also, you know the desperation. What I've done, and I did my mixtapes. You you want so bad, uh, and uh, uh, Nick to convey that message to. It means everything. The only way you know how to articulate it is through your song selection. Sure. Yeah, you and can't write the poetry you can't yourself. Write, no, no, they so, do it better for you. It right? means oh, so much crying. to you.
6: Indigo Girls. Oh, there excellent!
3: Yeah, Galileo. Great, great song. song
6: as the
3: bombshells of day. I think the indigo girls are one of the more underrated. Oh, I love bands of all time. Their harmonies are fantastic. Yeah. But they did
1: lean very female, so he was he was speaking to Kathy's sensibilities. Yes. He was he was definitely In a, in a, you like lesbians?
5: In a feminine <laughs> mode. Jesus. <laughs> Do you talk to either of these guys, Kath? Uh,
2: yeah, I still talk to, to Jay occasionally, like I said, when he comes right. back to the East Coast. Um, I, Mike, I just recently connected with on Facebook.
1: Right, still there. Hang on a second. Fast forward. If you're just tuning in, the inventor of the cassette died. Lou Ottens was his name. He was 94. So we're taking a stroll through Kathy's cassette. World. Right, here we go. What's next? <laughs> this is from Mike to Kathy. Their mixtape, Crimson uh, yeah. and Clover from Joan Jett. That's a love song. That is too.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. So like did I you? Dumb, dumb. I didn't. I, I handed that over, and I was like, "No, no, we were just
3: friends." All right, wow! Wow! And there's this. I th- there was <laughs> <It wasn't... laughs> there was more import in yeah. this than you were aware of. <laughs> Like, it wasn't like
4: we'll always be
3: bosom buddies,
6: <laughs> 100. Wherever we go.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! What an idiot!
1: <laughs> what does Mike do these days?
2: Uh, I'm I'm not sure. He's uh, not in the area. I think he's like somewhere in Pennsylvania, but like uh, maybe Pittsburgh area, something like okay. that. He, he's not in this area. Well,
3: he seems like a nice guy.
2: He, he writes he novels about
3: the unrequited love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He lives in a shack
2: <laughs> Wow this song is longer than
1: I
3: thought He's <laughs> He's out in Pucks Tawny living in a shack I don't know Oh yeah, that's it the, That's the yeah, it right. right, right, right. That vibrato right. effect Good
1: lord how long is this song
3: I think it kicks back in too
4: It's only a three-minute song. Right, the radio. Keep, cut I it. think it's starting to fade.
1: All right, maybe not. Let's keep going. Hang on a second <laughs> here. I'm just going to cut
3: to the chase. What songs make you horny?
1: Well, I think it's the end of the cassette. Hang on a second here. Stop.
4: Eject.
1: No, there's more to go. Really? <laughs>
4: yeah. It's right, here's yeah. the next song. <laughs>
6: Stop.
4: All right,
1: hang on a second. Was it a fish song?
7: No, it was oh. Baby
1: I Love Your Way.
4: Oh, yeah. <laughs> is this fish? Yeah. Yeah. Susie Greenberg. Oh my god, this is what my cat was named after. That song right there. Casey, this is, that's playing on her mixtape. Oh my, I, I, that's pretty wild. Uh. <laughs> But Susie <laughs> I didn't register at all of him. I was like, dude, "This guy! I was, I like, was too busy. This guy was should have been with you. I was too busy queuing up a joke song. I know, so, and you missed you. You let the love of your life I walk right out that door. But dude, Susie's about as faithful as a slot machine. Pays off once in a while, but then she'll rob you clean.
6: Oh no, Kath.
4: That's what the lyrics
1: <laughs> are to this song. Okay. Yeah. Oh jeez. Oh, all right, hang on. Let me. Let's go one more. Uh, I keep saying that.
4: Uh, is this a long song uh, no couple of
3: long songs.
4: well so it's a live song they don't it's not off of an album so uh, you could drag on four minutes, minutes. <laughs> That's still it right Was that still it yeah okay. It used to suck
3: when you were looking for a specific song oh on a cassette. My God. Oh my God. And you're like, I can't believe it. And you know, and you're, you're all when you're driving and you're like, Holy mother yeah. of God. And you don't remember like where in
1: the lineup it is and you got to go through song by song. And, and you
3: got it wrong. And then at some point, if you forgot to take the clips out of the tape, you accidentally, like if you're listening to it on a boombox or something, you record over a part of it. So there's always a skip.
1: <laughs> we're still on the fish song.
3: That's actually just so, the introduction.
1: Right. All right. So let me continue. We'll get one more and then we're going we're to have to take a break in a second here. But, um, uh, this was from Mike to Kathy. No, to Kathy. Love Michael. Uh, <laughs> and we never got to Kathy's dance party. Man, I want to hear that Wait, too.
3: Uh, we don't have time to sample one or two. Throw it in real quick. You don't okay, know. There's also do that. People waiting on the phone. Sorry about oh, that. Wait, sh- sh- hold on. Oh, I thought he was talking. All right, never mind. Okay. All right, yes, Kathy's dance,
1: dance, 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 dance party. Tape. <laughs>
3: Uh, I fun? used to love when I was when I first started listening to the radio, Preston. When you would hear the actual DJ moving stuff around, yeah, yeah, and you'd hear like the uh, you know the record coming out of the uh, Jack. Right, here we go, Kathy's dance party. Hey, hey, hey,
6: it's
3: got some bass to it.
6: Hey, oh, I know this, God,
1: it's, I it's a dance mix of New Shoes. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. Oh, no. Never mind. It's Madonna. Madonna.
6: Oh. Express yourself. <laughs> <Watch> express
4: your... <laughs> yourself. <laughs> Nick, you might want to sit down for this one.
6: Don't <laughs> go second best, baby. Don't you love to the test? You know, you know you got to make him express how you feel. And you know your love is real. Express your
2: by the way this is definitely playing in my bedroom this was like the older version of the hairbrush like this would oh. be playing when you know i was getting you ready to go yeah meet yeah. my friends yeah. at the mall
1: <laughs> right right, All right i'm going to fast out. forward Don't this uh, and see where we are hang on a second here it's a dance mix so i'm sure it's longer yeah, yeah. than normal so i got to let it go a little bit here <laughs> hang on. Um,
3: come on bets on what the next
1: all right, Madonna. Hang
3: Around on. this time, what else would she put on? Uh, Take a guess. This would be. Wow. Would she follow up with another Madonna song? i <laughs> sorry, what year
2: is this? Uh, this is probably. This is has to be 96, I guess. Oh, really? All right. I okay. think so. All
3: right, hang on a second. Salt here. and pepper. Salt and pepper, all right.
1: Oh, oh Jackson 5. Jackson 5. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't love this song? Hang on. Uh, I think this might
2: have been, a like, for a party.
1: Your bestie, Elisa, is on the uh, the line right now. Elisa, good morning.
9: Good morning, guys. Hey,
1: it says here you got some dirt yeah, on the mixtape, on the dirt? breakup.
9: Well, I mean, I think, you know, Sister Kathy over there always comes <laughs> off so clean and innocent. But, Kath, don't you want to tell them what happened previous to making that mixtape for the breakup? What are you
6: talking <laughs> about? Oh, my oh, God. God. Oh, okay. Oh, no, we're, we're, we're,
3: we're just going to let you tell us. Go ahead. <laughs>
9: You know, she spent a little time alone with her boyfriend at my house and then decided to break up and felt so bad and had to make the mixtape. No, I
2: didn't break up. He broke up with me.
9: Oh, remember right.
2: he broke yeah. up with me to go with uh some. Oh, I forget her name to the prom. With. Oh, Corey <laughs> oh. <Yeah>. <laughs>
6: Well,
0: what's yeah. her name? Slutty
4: Horenstein.
0: Her,
9: A- her name was. No, I think it's because Kathy wasn't slutty enough.
2: Yeah, but, I said. Uh, I already <laughs> said that he broke up with me because <laughs> oh, I wouldn't you, have sex with him. Uh, well, let me
3: let me ask you. Uh, <laughs> uh, so this guy Mike, were you familiar with this guy Mike? Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah.
2: And, I'm familiar uh, with uh,
3: him. Th- th- tell me, you just heard. If you just heard that music, he was in love with her, correct? Of
2: course, yes. of course. Like really dinner. wait, I did not know this.
3: Your best friend knew he was in love with you.
9: What are you talking about? <laughs> what guy wants to be really great friends with some girl and <laughs> people and, like, make her a whole mixtape of, like, Lilith Fair music pouring his emotions out? Come yeah. on.
5: The time and the effort yeah, that went yeah. into it mm-hmm. says, I love you, Kathy.
3: Elisa, yeah. when, when the Kathy Romano biography comes down, you and I will sit down and write that, okay?
9: <laughs> oh, I have the dirt for you when we write this. You have no- Her squeaky clean image is going right out the window. Well, we already
4: know that she got her nipple pierced, so, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. the, um... The wall is coming down. Well, <laughs> okay.
9: we,
2: uh, what's the the meme I sent to her a couple of weeks ago that said uh, "We'll always be best friends because you know too much." <laughs>
5: <laughs> uh, Wait, so wow. what was going on in the
1: basement?
2: Yeah, it was not the basement. It was the bottom of Elise's bed. There was like a.
1: <laughs> they called that the basement.
2: <laughs> a bunch of people in there. I think you. And by the way, you were in the closet with someone. You were so, performing for shut everybody your mouth. in the room. I mean, listen. I had a Zima party.
4: What
2: do you want? Zima? A Zima party. <laughs> I Zima. It was 100% a Zima party. Is that the first
3: roosters. time a guy ran his fingers through your butt fuzz? <laughs> <laughs> <It's such
6: amazing. laughs> no, 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 Peach
3: fuzz. Was braiding it. Okay, but well, we know it's gone now. By the way, for the all record, right. it's all—it's—it's it's, it's just completely perfect uh, now, all right? Well, yes,
9: correct. Hair free. Thank yeah.
3: you. Well, listen, we—we got
1: to wrap it up, Elisa. But thank you for. Of course Worth. A peek into the real world of Catherine. <laughs> 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 yes,
9: whatever you need more, I'm here for Oh, All right. we will. Yes.
1: We will. Thank you. But, All right. By
2: you the way, what? Elisa was, Elisa was the quote, and, and her and I have been best friends for years, but she was a little bit of like the bad girl. Mm-hmm. So she loves when like uh, things are not so squeaky clean for other people. She loves to throw me under the bus for, <laughs> you it. know, on any occasion. We, we would not too. have
3: any of this Preston, were it not for the inventor of the cassette.
1: Uh, that's true. Yeah. That is absolutely true.
3: Wow. Okay. Well, anyhow. That
1: was fun. Yes, it was Lou Otten's. I, I, actually want to do more of this yeah uh, but we, we've got to move on because we got some stuff to get to we got some guests coming up and we got to do the bizarre file and i apologize for those of you who have been on hold for like 20 minutes but we had to go through kathy's tape we only scratched the surface huh. on this too yeah, like, hours to <laughs> go through some more of this uh let's take a break come back in a second though we have bizarre file stories that we need to get to stay with us because we're not gonna be gone long
9: are you an mmr vip Sign up for free at WMMR.com for access to VIP contests, special deals, and to be the first to know about important stuff. It's like having an MMR backstage pass without having to do something nasty to get it.
0: (laughs) I know this is late, but here we go. Now, WMMR presents... Kristen and Steve's... Desire. Final. file. All right. It's brought to you by
1: DraftKings Sportsbook, and it's America's top-rated sportsbook app. You can download the DraftKings app and use the code ROCK to get in on the action. I'm going to lead with the most disturbing story of the day. Could be the most disturbing story of the week or month, maybe even the year. Oh, that's saying a lot. <laughs> Prosecutors say a California man allegedly killed his wife and propped her up on Christmas morning for their kids to open, open gifts in front of her body. Oh, oh, my God. What Right. F- William Wallace of Anaheim. William Wallace is <laughs> from uh, Bra- Braveheart. Uh, right? Yeah. yeah. William Wallace, I well,
3: An- I could see why he'd be pissed off. Of Anaheim he was, was quartered.
1: charged in the uh, killing of his wife, uh, Zazel Preston. Oh, man. Uh, which allegedly occurred during a violent argument on Christmas Eve that year. During oh, his God. trial on Monday, prosecutors claimed that on Christmas morning, Wallace placed Preston's body on the sofa with sunglasses on and proceeded to have their kids open gifts. Prosecutors also allege that Wallace told the children mommy got drunk and ruined Christmas. At the time, Wallace's two daughters were eight and three years old. The couple also shared a seven-week-old newborn. Uh, Preston, by the way, she was studying to become a domestic violence counselor at the time.
3: There's... The, uh, unbelievably unhinged, and did the kids buy it? They had to know something was wrong. Well, the 8-year-old
1: for sure did. Yeah. Uh, as for what happened on Christmas Eve, Wallace's attorney claimed his client was, quote, being accused of something that is not his fault, and that Preston got drunk and fell on a glass table hitting her head. That's what he says. Mm-hmm. Witnesses uh, painted an alleged picture of repeated violent behavior from Wallace uh, toward Preston. Relatives of Preston also Allegedly told investigators Wallace had threatened to kill his wife before. Uh, Wallace has been uh, in jail since he was arrested on Christmas Day. This is 2011 this happened. All right. In lieu of a million dollars bail and faces first-degree murder charges. Very disturbing. Less disturbing and more a great tale. A man is crediting firefighters and his watch for saving his life after he fell through the ice over a river on the weekend. Rogers had been ice skating his whole life, and on Sunday he was on Salmon Falls River, when the ice broke, he was by himself, which you should not do. No! Uh, he said, It was a terrible feeling. Oh my God, I'm going in the water. Uh, first thing he said I did was try to walrus up on the ice, knowing that I needed to get out of the water as quickly as possible, and the ice just kept breaking underneath me. Ah. No one was around, and he couldn't reach his phone. He was in the water for several minutes. His hypothermia started setting in. He said, I remember telling myself, Okay, don't panic. Do not panic. Figure out what your options are here. As his breathing labored, he realized he had on his Apple Watch. Ah. He said it worked. Saved my life, I think. So he said, I told them I Playless probably. is fair. No, he said, <laughs> I probably had uh, 10 minutes before I was not able to be, uh, uh, that I was not going to be able to respond anymore. Firefighters were there in five minutes, threw him a line and pulled him out. That's fantastic. He said, I'm really grateful of them. So thanks those, f- thank those folks. I thank them. And this time of year, firefighters say going on the ice is a gamble, especially on rivers. Here is a follow-up story from yesterday. The father of a 16-year-old high school student who detonated an explosive at the school Monday was arraigned on multiple related charges. The dad was. Uh, uh, David Robert Daniel Saylor, 33 years old, was charged on Tuesday with one felony count of manufacturing explosive devices and one misdemeanor count of contributing to the delinquency of a minor by manufacturing those devices with his son. Mm. The two are alleged to have made... Multiple devices. If convicted, Sailor could face up to four years in prison on the manufacturing charge. The defendant's son was hospitalized Monday after detonating a, home, a homemade explosive that he brought to the school. Sailor's son lost parts of both his thumbs in the explosion. Uh, and uh, they said, for lack of a better word, his thumbs were bo- blown off his hands.
3: So they didn't charge him with having too many names?
6: No.
1: Four other students and one teacher also were treated for injuries in the incident. Uh, They described the explosive material in court as not so much a device, but material that was wrapped up. Uh, The investigation is ongoing to determine if there was any ill intent. Yeah. Based on conversations with Sailor Sun investigators learned Monday the teen had been making and exploding improvised explosive devices at the family's home. Oh, my
4: God. What has no thumbs in is a total moron. Yeah. This (laughs) This guy guy right right here.
1: Chinese uh, carrier Donghai Airlines on Sunday said that it had suspended a male pilot and a male flight attendant after allegations the pair assaulted each other during a flight.
3: <laughs> that doesn't make the passengers confident.
1: Uh, the assault started from an argument about 50 minutes from landing. Uh, the pilot, who was not identified, was using the bathroom when a first-class cabin passenger wished to use the toilet. The pilot asked the passenger to wait at their seat but was ignored by the passenger. Um, Social media posts uh, said in the incident, the toilet argument soon spiraled out of hand and became physical. Social media posts claimed... This was uh, initiated by the pilot. Who's going to kick your ass? This guy. In the resulting <laughs> fight, the flight attendant's arm was broken while the oh pilot. My God. And the pilot lost a tooth. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was a brawl. It's a full blown brawl. Uh, the flight attendant was not allowed to return to the same flight. The company attached high importance to the argument among the crew members during the flight and conducted a strict internal verification. <laughs> Those staff members involved have been suspended. Their job to ensure flight safety. The statement said the airline is conducting an overall safety uh, rectification following the incident
3: perhaps some no brawling signs would help
1: exactly and i tell you what we uh we will wrap it up there all right, right? uh because we went really long in the last segment so let's take a break come back in a second our buddy robert irvine will be joining us restaurant impossible and dinner impossible uh the seasons new seasons are tonight and i think we'll also if we have time uh check out a couple of more of these mixtapes we have sitting. we around. have to we'll be back in a moment stay with
7: us Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the weekly rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. In Shop play Win Monopoly at Acme, every ticket wins an offer, a prize, or tokens for sweepstakes. It's easy to play, there's no game board. Just scan your tickets from checkout in the Shop Play Win app and see what you won. With over $230 million in prizes and money-saving offers, you could be a winner. No purchase necessary. See rules at ShopplayWin.com. Hasbro is not a sponsor of this promotion.
3: ACME, official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve show.
8: Hi, I'm Steven Singer, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. You know what I hate? Disappointing my mom. You buy your mother roses, and a week later, they're dead and forgotten. What if you can get a long-stem rose that would last forever? Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com and see my famous roses lavishly dipped in 24-karat pure gold in exclusive colors. The only rose guaranteed to last a lifetime. They start at $59. Order by 5 p.m. Eastern Time today with free shipping and have it arrive by Mother's Day. Only at IHateStevenSinger.com.
7: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show
1: podcast. Kathy, we have tons of people that are texting in saying that Suck My Kiss would have been on Mike's (laughs) mixtape.
6: So,
1: we're we're actually going to, we're probably going to delve some more into those mixtapes in a moment. But uh, we want to talk to our next guest because um, uh, Restaurant Impossible is entering into its 17th season tonight. And Dinner Impossible is back after a a decade, a decade.
7: hiatus, yeah. essentially.
1: So it's, uh, on her, well, it's two actually, shows. That is coming back around. They're yeah. both on Food Network tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, Robert
4: freaking Irvine Yay.
1: is on the line. Yeah, uh, Yo, buddy. <laughs> how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Yeah. Great. How are you? Exciting. To, we're good, man. But, I mean, it's it's exciting for you. you two, two shows coming out tonight. You know, Dinner Impossible. <laughs> gone for so long and returns? How does it feel?
12: Well, i got to tell you, uh, you know, Dinner of Possible started 14 years ago, had a, a hiatus uh, 11 years ago, and we're back in the seat, and uh, it's killing me. This show is <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it does. It pushes yeah. you, right? Uh, well, it, it-, it pushes you to the limit beyond, yeah. Tonight's show is uh, we're in Hawaii, and literally we finished it a couple of weeks ago, so... Um, it's fresh, it's painful, but uh, I think the guests are going to love watching me depend out of the shape, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ro-
3: Robert, explain for people who are unfamiliar what the difference is between Restaurant Impossible and Dinner Impossible.
12: Well, Restaurant Impossible, we fix up, you know, two days, $10,000. Uh, we fix up somebody's business and their life and, and get them back on track. Dinner Impossible is all about me versus the elements and the producers uh, with some untimely uh, challenge. They give me a time and they say, feed, you know, 6,000 people in this amount of hours with no food, no equipment, and uh, they don't care if you fail. <laughs>
6: right, right, Obviously.
12: yeah. So, um, so it, it, it's very different. Uh, the elements, you know, and, and when you see the show tonight in, in uh, Oahu, uh, you know, I can control a lot of things. The weather, I can't. And uh, you'll see how that goes. But uh, it, it's fun to be back. It's very, very challenging. And, I mean, not mentally, physically, physically. Um, Skillfully uh, with with the food after produced with nothing from nothing, and uh, at the end of it you can't move you can't talk you can't you're literally you're done
3: let me let, let me ask you you know in the best of situations, opening up a restaurant or keeping a a restaurant successful is a uh, an uphill battle uh during covid times and during the pandemic uh it's been exponentially that much worse um what 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 have you encountered that has just blown your mind as far as the uh, The extra added tension and task of getting restaurants up and solvent
12: well you know so many restaurants are out of business or closed down, and we 've literally since the beginning of July of last year till Christmas we did thirty nine episodes on buses around the country helping folks uh, there 's still a lot of folks out there that are that are you know uh, minimally doing what they do uh, take out and. You know, twenty five percent here, fourteen percent there, eleven yeah. percent there. In fact, my own restaurant in Vegas is still closed. Hmm. So, you know, uh, the one in the Pentagon has been running at uh, about eleven percent occupancy, but it's never closed. It's always been open uh, because of securing our you know borders and things that, that they do from there. Uh, but it's tough when you see uh, people that can't make ends meet and they can't they can't pivot to do something. Uh, to make and pay those bills, is tough, and, and we've had a good a good run at doing it, um, and we've not we've not been able to save everybody, and that's just right. that part,
3: right? Yeah, I mean, you, you you can argue the you know whether as far as restaurants and, and closing and how it's been handled and the percentages and so on and so forth, but what you can argue is the um, the the uh, like here locally to see how these businesses manage to pivot, as you said, and set up. I'm sure you've seen pictures. I'm sure when you've been in the area, you've seen basically setting up entire other restaurants in front of their current restaurants with safety protocols in place, almost seemingly overnight. It's just been amazing.
12: Yeah. I, I I was there last week, um, filming on the Michelou. Um Obviously, the restaurants weren't weren't open, but uh, I w- I was in the meat, Jesus, and a number of restaurants. Um, that were doing the same thing, you know, the tent within the tent outside of their, their normal restaurant. And they've done listen, it's hard enough to run a restaurant, but what you've got to do with the all the other stuff, yeah. you know, follow the protocols and people wear masks and deal with people that don't want to wear masks and some that do and you know, it's a nightmare, but at the end of the day, you know, um they're doing a great job and I just I just hope that the government Steps up and starts to give some money out to these folks that, that need need it to uh, you know um, keep keep people employed and yeah. doing what they do. So.
1: When when we're on the back when we're on the back end of this, I mean, do you foresee a a, a boom in uh, in in dining out and people heading out and maybe uh, maybe turning into a, a great thing for restaurateurs.
12: Yeah, I think I think listen. Nobody thought that COVID will end up here, right? And a year later, and, and doing what we're doing, we thought it was going to be quick. People are fed up. They want vacations. They want to go out. You know, a third of the a third of the the uh, folks will not go back to restaurants. I think they'll still be scared, even with COVID uh, um, vaccinations and all the other things and the herd immunity thing. Um, they won't want to do that. They won't feel safe. Uh, for me, you know, I'm in Florida. Um, we've been out since July. I mean, it's open, and, I, and I'm not a scientist, okay? I don't know what's the right thing, the wrong thing, but they wear masks, uh, they don't wear masks, they're open. Um, I just think if you if you look at one area that's, that's thriving and back up and tourism, and then you look at another area that's closed, you wonder why. Why is that closed if this place can do this? Right, right. Um, so, so well, again, well, I don't pr- pertain to know that, but...
3: Right. You just want people back to work in as safe a way as possible and allow people, you know, and accommodate everybody's sensitivities on it. That's the only way we're going to move forward. Concerning Dinner Impossible, obviously, these challenges that you're uh, given, um, can you give us a peek at some of the stuff you're going to be facing?
12: Well, I'm going to tell you that uh, I'm in the middle of Oahu uh, on a very famous ranch, (laughs) and I have to go and pick the food that I use. And, and create a meal um, that is that is legendary, and I mean that, but uh, fishing is involved. Fishing is fishing involved. Is involved. Okay. All right. I stuck as a fishman, fisherman, uh, and, and you know how patient I am, right?
3: Yes, yeah. you're just incredibly patient.
12: <laughs> yeah, the fish is supposed to be there with, you know, you, you blow things up with a hand grenade and not a net. <laughs> um, I, I just have no patience because I'm on a time limit. I will tell you that it's it's stressful. The food. I argue uh, with the producer because you know they have no clue what I'm trying to do, and and you know they mess up. Um, they give me eight hours to cook something, and and they don't give me something.
3: <laughs> okay. Just a, a quick question for you concerning that and concerning everything. In in you know we've heard about shortages of different foods throughout the past eight, nine months, ten months. Uh, you know things that have occurred are are you what in particular are you finding shortages of or is everything uh, the inventory on all the basic things that you use for your various menus coming back up to snuff
12: um no there's a lot of stuff i don't have literally um and and that 's by design not because we can 't get it okay uh, I, think, I think these folks you know unlike when we had the toilet paper and and the and, uh, the paper towel and everything else shortage, and that's all come back now. They just hold everything from me. <laughs> you know? no, they they just, yeah, they're here.
3: just effing with you,
12: yeah. It's like, here's two pitches and five loaves, and go and feed 20,000 people. <laughs> okay. You know. All right. Yeah, yeah so. They... The, the, the viewer, after after 11 years, the, viewer's, the viewer is really excited to see it back. It, it's much more beautiful because the technology's got better. Hmm. Uh I'm still as crouchy and old, old as you know I was in the first season. Um but I think we we turn out a better show with more intensity. Um and if you thought last time was intense <laughs> hold on to your seats. All right, excellent. All right.
1: Uh, now, good. a little more local, uh, speaking of pivoting, Robert, uh, you and uh, Boardroom Spirits, they they switched over and started uh, creating, you know, hand sanitizer and handing that out. I would imagine things are getting a little bit more back to normal. Any news on, on that front?
12: Yeah, we're still doing a little bit of it, but getting back, we're uh, about three weeks away, um, hopefully, to, to sending you the new Irvine, uh, we're changing Boardroom to Irvine, um, that's taken a while right now. Oh, wow. Really? Okay, big, didn't know that. Going, maybe, that will be going nationwide in, in two or three weeks. Oh, nice. i um, so excited about that. Uh, new flavors of, of products, uh, the vodka and the gin and uh, some whatnot. So we are doing some photo shoots. Gail and I, a couple of weeks ago, in Philly on that. Um, uh fixed so, lunch is doing amazing. The foods are going great. Um, our foundation is... Uh, is running leaps and bounds. We just got a donation of $150,000 to get four bots for four uh, Civilian Handicapped Warriors. Nice. Uh, from, from Cayman. So there's an awful lot going on, hiring a lot of people and uh, growing steadily, as they say. You, you know, COVID has been a tough thing for a lot of people. It's been good for us of, of having to pivot and look at new businesses and, right. and how do we grow out of that and how do we survive. So, All right. Um, we're doing pretty good on that so all right well that's excellent
1: good. that's good to hear man all right well we will uh we'll make sure everybody is aware restaurant impossible and dinner impossible tonight nine and ten o'clock respectively uh new seasons for both first new season for restaurant impossible in 11 years that's pretty wild uh so it's it's a big deal and I know people in this area love you Robert so they will absolutely Thanks. tune in and check it out.
12: About live tweeting, giving lots of tweets away, lots of money away on Twitter. So it should be fun. Awesome. All right, excellent. All right, Robert, thanks for the
1: call. We'll talk yeah. to you soon, okay? Robert Irvine, guys. Hey, guys. Hey. Later, man. Yep. Wow. So you're changing that to Irvine's. That's in Lansdale. It's a great place. Uh, you can go by and uh, sometimes they have uh you know special food nights and stuff like that. So I can't wait till stuff like that is back and up and running. Um all right, we got a couple of minutes to play with. So uh if you missed earlier We were talking about this gentleman, Lou Ottens, uh, who passed away. He was 94 years old. He's the guy who actually invented uh, the cassette tape uh, that was a staple for most of us for many years if you were, uh, you know, above a certain age. Yeah. And uh, Kathy had brought in a bag of mixtapes, and we were going through and playing some stuff. And we we actually have Casey found a a cassette player here in the office. It's actually a a stereo system. Yeah. (laughs)
4: Yeah. This this had, is like high end.
1: Uh, it's big and bulky but it had uh tape tuner video auxiliary CD
3: MD what would that be mini, mini disc? disc Yeah I used to love mini discs. That's a whole other thing. Stop it. Where's the
1: mini disc? I don't think there's yet. a mini disc player on here. No, you there. would attach
3: probably externally a mini disc. Uh,
1: I guess that, sometimes you could do a mini disc
5: only... in the CD player. Like you could just, they would um, oh. go one and the same.
2: That was only a little time, right? A short time? Yeah,
3: it, though in, in uh, broadcasting, mini disk stayed around for a while. Yeah. Oh, it did? It was, yeah, it was great. I, I, It's a format I really did love. You know love. who loved them too,
5: Steve? Was uh, our former production director, Lush. He yeah. Would, he yeah. used mini discs oh. all They're the time for like actualities out of concerts and things like that. I also
2: have videotapes and i have i forget like remember the the mini vhs yeah absolutely that so like the short time For that, camcorders. That, that that existed yeah. i had like everything from high school on those and now they're like i can't even get the video off of
3: well, it yeah well you, you yeah places can do it but also with that again with that stuff the video degrades after a while so. okay
1: so do we want to hear more of kathy's dance party or dance mix, or do
3: we want to hear Casey boy air check? Well, she's still trying to process the fact that the guy she thought was just <laughs> a friend was madly in love with her. <laughs> yeah, oh, know, know, even be. her friend, her best friend, we call the Queen Bee, uh, uh, Queen Bee called in and uh, and verified it.
2: Uh, so, you guys could do it. I definitely want to hear your... Uh, your air take let's show. do the air
3: check.
6: Yeah, let's, that's the
3: short one. I don't know what's yeah, on that. looks like
1: it's only a couple minutes long. They so. usually are. They,
3: they, they, that was always the rule of thumb. People go crazy and send in like three hours to a program director. You sound like a couple minutes. Do you, you have any many. idea what this is, no, case? No. Okay.
1: Okay, hang on a second. Let me let me back that up. It starts right off
3: The rewind doesn't
1: work how, on this. No, it doesn't. That's yeah. good. How that's are a good you feature. Where
2: it's you, you keep saying it starts here, or how, how are you? Like, what are you looking at?
1: Uh, I was looking well, I mean, I heard it, so hang on a second. I'm going to, I'm going to flip it over and then hit fast forward. Yeah. And
3: that's, that's how, you how you rewind to... it on the other side. Yeah. That's how you, uh, oh, if you wow. had a rewind, oh it, didn't yeah. it didn't work. It
4: didn't work. It didn't work. All right. So hang on. $100,000 $100, just for listening. Goo all that be Q-Q. Electric Factory November. This is brand new. It's called Slide on y 100 Smile! <laughs> that oh! was brand new. <laughs> brand new. That was dude. a
5: brand
1: new <laughs> wow. song
5: in this. Casey, wow. it doesn't
1: sound bad. No, it no, does, does not. Sound good. Good. Yeah. You only did weekends occasionally,
4: right? Or you did it every no, weekend. No, I, I prefer... was an overnight guy. I oh. never I never did a shift when the sun was out. Okay. Yeah. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even
1: know what song that is.
4: Hang on. More music every hour and $100,000 just for listening to the Y100 Triple Play. And an extra added bonus... Marilyn Davis. Manson and the Dope Show on Y100. The, the Dope show. show. Oh, my God. I had
1: such a terrible. I, I still the I have show. such a terrible it was, accent. It was more pronounced than. Yeah. Dope Show. The <laughs> Dope Show. An hour. Dude, An hour. that's when we did our triple play. $100,000 yeah. giveaway. Yeah. Huge, huge deal. Gigantic money. You don't hear of that type of money being given away on the radio. Yes. Yeah. And, dude, we were hoping for a ratings windfall off of that. Because these cash things at radio stations, too. Here's the shocker. It's trying to get more people to listen. Of course. And to get bigger ratings. Yeah. Ratings. And it had just, like, slightly nudged the Nothing. numbers a little bit. Oh, uh, but
3: the margin of <laughs> error completely eradicated well, whatever game we got. And the truth of the matter was, you have to put this in perspective, that was a standalone station. That wasn't part of a big company. Yeah. That wasn't part of, like, a it was huge... A single owner. It was a single owner, single yeah. company.
5: I... And that was it. Here's my impression from the outsider looking in, because ratings were measured differently back then than yeah. they are now. And and I think it really helped put Y100 on the map. I was not an employee of Y100 yeah. at the time, but I knew about that contest. I all called right. in all the time. All all right. I knew. I still know what the back-to-back-to-back songs are. So, like, <laughs> I think it really helped propel y- R- Y100 God. into another level.
1: I just remember Green Day Good Riddance. Time do, you remember a, do you um, remember a winner?
5: R.E.M. Yeah, was uh, End of the World, as we know it, and I feel fine. Um Oh, she's in the a crap. One. What was the third one? Oh, you almost
1: dropped an S bomb. Oh, All
5: right.
4: Think about it. Uh, the other thing about it is, um, there's probably there probably would have and should have been a better mechanism because you think, okay, we're going to announce this con- uh, contest, right? And you have to these three songs in a row. Okay, we're not going to do it in the first week. We're not going to do right. it for to, in the second week of the. Th- you know, it's it's going to last a longer time, but we didn't tell people how long it was going to last. Yeah, I know. I know. All right. Anyhow, let's All right, move on. Go.
1: Next <laughs> break from Casey. Here we go. <laughs>
4: One hundred thousand dollars just for listening. And it's a Y100 YouTube weekend where you can win a limited edition YouTube A sides and B sides from 1980 to 1990. YouTube video compilation. Sorry to hear video and also a YouTube t-shirt. And all winners are qualified to signed limited edition YouTube with
6: a girl. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> That's not a bad good. idea.
4: Smooth. You're, you're taking a very yeah. laid-back approach. I probably could have had the music down a little bit lower. Yeah, you were you were too deep into it. Yeah, a little bit
6: listening. <laughs>
1: uh and we're playing this off of you're a good though, case. <laughs> cassette player. I didn't I yeah. wouldn't want to re- record this and then play it. I wanted to play it off of an actual player. the so, way, the it way
4: this is an air check tape, right? So yeah, I'm not going to put my stickers the on
6: there. Right, right, this yeah. is best.
2: I know, but like, I'm, I'm impressed. I thought we uh, were going to hear something too. really bad. If you do <laughs> like
3: a regular <Wrangler laughs> scope tape of one show or something like that, yeah. you might have more of that option. This has been edited. Yeah. All right,
4: here we go. Next one. Philadelphia's new music alternative, Y100. This is a new one from Cake. It's called Never There on Y100. I need to feel your touch. What? I thought I said kink. <laughs> I was like, "Who is kink?" It's a new one from Kank. <laughs> Kink. Kink, oh, cake, cake. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs>
5: Dave Matthews. I think that's a Y100 Sonic
1: session. Alternative
4: Y100, where you can win one hundred thousand dollars just for.
1: Hey Casey, you're not back selling any songs. Just telling you. Just waiting.
4: Fastball coming to town this week. Going to give us a little visit at the TLA October 29th. That is this Thursday. Tickets are still available, so pick them up as soon as you can. So. 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 So.
1: Fastball is coming to town. (laughs) Fastball. First wow. build. I don't remember fire escape. Must have been their follow-up to the way.
4: The Y100 triple play can happen at any time. So keep listening to win $100,000 from Y100. 100. didn't
6: back sell. quick break.
4: Yeah, I didn't quick back break. sell or front so No. What the hell?
1: Pearl
4: Jam. Pearl Jam. It's a great song. Philadelphia's new music alternative, Y100, where you can win $100,000 just for listening. It's Casey Foster. It's 4.30, not 5.30. Turn your clocks back. And for my folks in Fishtown, here's the Offspring. Yeah. It's a new one. Pretty fly for a white guy on Y100. Y100. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And you're very late
4: back Dude. in this case, eh? yeah. Dude, it's four music o'clock. o'clock. <laughs> R.E.M.'s new CD will be in stores in two days, that's October 27th. This is Day Sleeper Y100. Philadelphia's new music alternative Y100, where you can win $100,000 just for listening. It's a Y100 YouTube mm. weekend, oh, song, and you can win too. CDs and <laughs> stuff, including this Sweetest one. Sweetest thing, yeah. This is the best of YouTube. Blade One, the brand new single. It's called the "Sweetest Thing." On hundred. I don't even know what I said there.
1: I, I, I yeah,
4: I couldn't understand you. Yeah, listen. There, there was a four o'clock in the morning. Four o'clock in the morning. There was a a little roof deck <laughs> that I would sometimes go out to and burn. hang out and burn. Yeah. <laughs> right. There was nobody there.
3: No. It right. was literally try. that. part, Especially that part of uh. Uh, of a Baltimore Pike, nothing.
1: Now this one just says air check on it. That is my handwriting. All right, it is your handwriting? Yep, that's my handwriting. Is it the sure. show, and it's on the Y one hundred Presents the Barscology cassette. <laughs> so what you would do, and you can see, yeah. we, we taped over the blacked out the the blocked out tabs here, so you could pre record. So any leftover cassettes, any yeah. type that were laying around, uh, sometimes. Um, Bands would send, like, singles yeah. or, or EPs on cassette. You'd take them, put the tape over the top, and record your air checks over. It was easy, yeah. We just needed cassette tape. Right. So this was uh, from Barsky, the old Barsky show, who used to be on Y100. We had taped over it. Yeah. Let's pop this in. Let's see what it is. It's probably just a scoped tape. Probably. I, I doubt highly <laughs> that it's been edited down to air check. Uh, so I hit play. It's got a leader on the tape, so it's got to lead up. So... This might have been in Maryland and Steve. Quite possible. I don't know. Let's find out. Wow. Uh-huh.
7: That's, That's you, Casey. Good evening.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
10: 12 by 3. It's Casey
1: Foster. Good evening. Now, let me say hello to my
10: new friend, Pat Waterford, New Jersey. $100,000 winner. Good job. Pat
1: I knew I recognized that name. Especially
6: more, now that
1: you're $100,000. All right, so it's more Casey. Let's hear another
4: break.
6: I don't know this
4: song either. I don't either. What song? What song? Happy Monday to all this morning.
3: You don't and back sell any the songs. Of
4: the of the it's
3: Turquoise. just Preston and Maryland. It's just
4: Preston
6: and Maryland. Maryland. How cool is that? Steve. Oh that, that had to be
3: wow. How how big a window was that? Five six months? No, less than that. Th- three tops. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Where three was just
4: the top. two of you?
1: Well, I tell you what. It became, yeah, Maryland, it might have been only two months. So we started 1998. You yeah. uh, did. And it was right around the beginning of April. And we were on the air for about two months. Marilyn was, uh, um, uh, they, they put Marilyn and I together to replace the Barski show. And we're about three weeks in and I'm like, we're not funny. Uh, <laughs> we need something else. And Steve ended up uh, having availability. He was in New York at Q104 and got in touch with our program director, Jim McGuinn. And he said, well, why don't you come down and sit right. in with these guys and yeah. try it out? So that's what we, it might have been during that twilight period, Steve, where, you were, where yeah. you were just trying out on the K-
4: show. Casey was your intern. I was yes. your Monday, Wednesday, Friday intern. And then right. Mike McClain was your Tuesday, Thursday intern. But um, the the beginning of the end, <laughs> and the introduction <laughs> to me as your producer slash morning show uh, helper was uh was when they renamed the show to Preston, Maryland, and Steve. It was a Y one hundred morning show with Preston, Maryland, and Steve. Correct. Yeah. And I remember when they first did that, and they had the imaging because the producer at the time came in <laughs> to the production studio where I was. And he was it, not happy. He was not happy. And he played the sweeper on the cart machine, <laughs> and he goes, "Y one hundred morning show with Preston, Maryland, and Steve." And he's like, "That's effing bullshit." <laughs> They said it was a two-name show because he wanted to be. He wanted to be the third. He wanted person. to be the oh. third person, and for all intents and purposes, he was. Yeah. Uh, if he wouldn't have been a douchebag, he probably could have gotten his name <laughs> okay. on the show, and he would is. have been here. Yeah. And I and so and I wouldn't be here. Right. So, it, it, right.
3: so <laughs> yeah.
4: it worked out well. He got like he was really
3: really. Mad. But it was and all happening
4: on you. He took it out on you it, like it was your fault.
3: And then I took it out on him. Uh huh. I, I think my, the and final conversation, conversation I had was. Uh, uh, do you want me to put my foot up your ass? Yeah. I said. And I, 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 in my office, I said, "Don't ever, don't ever." I don't care. I, you know, I will take this to death if you want to go here. Because, it, and, and he was just—he was just—I can't—I can't stand someone who never sl- says. Look at look at what I have, or, or is thankful for anything. It was never good enough. It was never like there are people who would die to have what you have right now. Well, put it in context, and he could never do that.
4: But I, you know, and I for I have a soft spot in my heart for that gentleman because I wouldn't be here without well, him. Well,
3: everything fell into place. I just happened to be calling down to Jim Gwynn because of the fact that um um you know I was I actually checking out a potential gig up in new york and and that's and i remember it preston and i remember saying to uh, my wife claire should i try this I, I really i you know i uh i think it's solid and we and we, i i work well with preston you know yeah. though we really had not been in the same room for much
4: time nope and uh and uh and i said let's give it a shot you yeah. know i do have a box of air check tapes in my basement from from the show because we lost most of them. Case
1: I've
3: got probably two hundred. Yeah,
1: I've got a ridiculous amount of
3: them. We're going to need it to sometime when things kick back in and start scoping and start sending, start having somebody listen to who might have a, an idea of what would matter or what would be worth the damn mm-hmm. and chronicle that stuff for to start to insinuate some clips. From that, from those days back in, because we have some some stuff that is maybe aired once yeah. that never saw the light of day again. But I
4: don't even know, quality-wise, how good it's going to
3: be. It's probably it just... not going to be
4: awesome. Yeah. Right now, we're going back to Kathy's dance party. Yeah! Here we
1: go. Wait. Is that the wrong tape?
3: What is, that? It, what just is says, that?
1: it just says mix on it. By the way, oh, yeah, what, no,
3: what you're experiencing right now is the joy of cassettes in oh. that you could always grab a cassette. When you found like a bag or a cassette in the bottom of like a, yeah. a, a school bag or something, what's on this? Oh, we used The to... whole art or the joy of just, oh my God, I can't believe this is it. We used to play, uh, if you
1: were going to be driving for a yeah. little while, basically roulette. You'd, yeah. play, you'd have a bag full of cassettes. You'd just reach in there and whatever one yeah, you pulled yeah, yeah. out. Was was one you had to listen to. And sometimes it was like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't want to well, listen to Grateful Dead right now. Yeah,
2: so everything I have are mixes. The only uh, full albums or full tapes are Steve Miller Band.
3: You're a Steve Miller fan.
2: And R.E.M. was in here somewhere. <laughs> All
1: right, hold this on. What is, is this? What
4: I, That might be a Y100 tape. All
1: right, hang on. A little bit more, uh, Cassie's This is Kathy's dance party.
0: Right. Coming at you. Everybody on the dance floor.
1: <laughs> Let me get to the next song. And then then Casey's got this mystery cassette. All right. Uh, again. There's nothing on
3: it. People, there are whole groups of people out there, Preston, who are, who never lived in this world, who never knew the simple joy of putting in something and not knowing what you're going to get. Yep. Hang on a second. A little bit more.
2: By got... the way, I think that this, um, so this audio sounds pretty good on it this does, tape, yeah. right? I think, I think this was from my cousin. DJ Dan Shea, uh, oh, okay. who used to DJ at the Princeton and Avalon. Okay. Uh, remember, he came in. He now owns uh, Meatball U in Westchester. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So he was a DJ for years, um, and he kind of retired from that and opened up Meatball U. But okay. I think that this must have been a party for me, and I think he made this. I think it it, says that's, party mix. I think that's why the right, audio right, was so, so good. good. All
1: right, this is Dancing Machine from uh, Jackson Five. Great song. See ya.
6: See ya.
0: Dancing dancing dancing. Dancing, dancing, oh, baby. Dancing, 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 dancing. She's
6: a dance machine. Oh baby, dancing, dancing, dancing. She's a dance machine. Oh baby. All right.
1: <laughs> All right. Let's put the mystery cassette. The yeah, mystery in. cassette. And then is um, is Ryan still cool? Ari, uh, I saw the hotline ringer. We'll break and come back with him in a
2: moment. All right. Is this my mystery or yours? No, source? this is our
4: mystery. Okay. Where'd you find this case? Uh, it was in my, um, my little satchel. S- <laughs> it was in my It's a man purse. <laughs> <laughs> it was where? Uh, in this little cabinet, cabinet that I have behind my little workstation for here. For an expansion of that security
10: force. <laughs> Without which I think a lot of our other... Car-certified center's destination for to... more.
1: Okay, line. somebody taped over something. Okay. That that first part was some kind of community affairs program or something.
0: How do you define beauty? What is this? Is it simply it's,
3: determined
4: it's, to
3: it's
1: just a... It's a stop set. It's yeah. Commercials. It's Lane Bryant. A truly beautiful...
6: Lane Bryant. all <laughs> mm. <laughs> And the body is curvy as nature and
1: the Oh, yeah. All right, hang on. Look. Are you looking for exercise clothing? Let me fast forward mm-hmm. here and see what we get. Hang on. Might still be commercials.
4: 14 through 28 and 36C through
6: 48 triple D. 48 triple <laughs> yes. D. You're talking about big old old
5: This is the uh, best of bra commercials from the 90s? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What is What,
1: what pervert
2: recorded this? Yeah, depending on where you're driving around. Very heavy traffic west on the Scoople from Bear Avenue.
1: All who the way to As- Who is that? Oh. Like from, the from a different
2: radio station. Oh, it's yeah. got to be. And we
6: have the eastbound side of the Scoople running. The- uh-huh.
3: <laughs> so that's got to be. the y one hundred.
2: Is it just jumping like that?
3: And then it just stopped. It just that was good. I wonder if they got the job. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> It was Brent Porsche's air check. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't know what that uh, is. I'm going to include a bra commercial. Yeah.
1: They'll love that. 48 double D. Who doesn't love that? Or triple D. Um, yeah, there's nothing else on there. Okay. okay. Interesting. And, and that is what you had to do with a cassette if you didn't mm-hmm. label it. You had to pop it in, and you had to sit there and listen to it and write down everything. Yeah. Or you just scrapped it and you taped over it. So that was yet another little joy of cassette tapes. (sighs) It was fun, though.
4: It was cool to do that. Yep. All right. Anyway. And I was hoping my award-winning Wendy's commercial was going to be on one of those hair (laughs) checklists. What's your award-winning Wendy's commercial? I don't know. I won an Air Award for uh, Best, like, Local Spot. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I sang and everything. What like a jingle or something like that? No, it was uh, it was like mm, hot and juicy, <laughs> and, you, and you sang that. No, well, so I did that, and then uh, I went in and I sang something. And I, do you remember like <laughs> uh, it goes,
1: hot and juicy? Do you don't remember? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> so so you that. did sing in the commercial. Yeah. Okay. Right, here's yeah. one more Kathy's party tape. She Ooh, brick house.
6: I don't know how to
7: That's a nice case. All right, Can I talk
0: to you? I, I think Mike. I think Mike's in love with me. <laughs> he, says, he says he wants to be friends, but everything's very suggestive on, on the mixtape.
6: Oh my god, I had no idea.
0: I don't wow. just give parcheesi up to any boy. <laughs> I
2: didn't get up, give it to any boy at all.
1: I I'm gonna look for some I'm gonna look for some cassettes around uh, yeah. the house. You know, hang on. What? I have cassettes. Maybe and a
3: cassette the- slipped into your porn collection in your bag? No,
1: I, well, next to the porn, I keep cassettes.
3: Okay. Hang
1: on a second. This could be like
2: a uh, weekly segment. We got a break, Case?
4: Yeah, yeah we do. I mean, we have a, we have this guest who's been scheduled. I know, I know. Um, Hang on a second
3: here. Let's all right. I might have... See what's in there? I might have old air checks in there. There's a perch.
1: There's my old porn. You know what? <laughs> what did I do with them? I think I have my Paul McCartney interview in
3: here. Where do you keep your fresh porn?
1: Uh, that's online now, Steve. <laughs> um, sorry about this, guys.
3: It's all right. You have many pouches in that uh, bag.
1: I know, and I can never find the stuff I'm looking for.
3: <laughs> Is that the bag you left a banana in for like a week? No, it was a different
1: <laughs> Similar bag.
3: All right. Hang on, hang on.
1: Oh, man. I know it's in here.
3: It's, it's right. exciting. I don't know. It's, it's exciting to me. It's like opening up gifts on Christmas morning. Right. It's the you last never one. know. pocket I'm going to look in. All right. It's just syringes.
1: Wait. In there. No. Was... Sorry, guys.
3: No, it's all right. Oh. Well, listen, we'll, we'll, we'll make a, a more um, concerted <laughs> effort yeah, and start think- to collect. Now that we know we have access to. And then perhaps what we can do is uh, do a, a line out from this uh, stereo unit into the board.
6: During the
1: commercial break, I will uh, I will dig deep into this and I see mean, what I can
3: find. We really we wanted that authentic
1: boombox sound for the cassettes. Yes. Yeah. All right. So listen, uh, let's take a break. We'll come back in a second, and we're going to geek out with Ryan Airy, who is with the Screen Crush News, and they're the ones who find all the Easter eggs, all the plot holes. Describe everything for you for every awesome superhero genre yeah. movie, TV yeah. show, everything. all that stuff. So we'll get into it with him in just a
0: moment. Stay with us. We'll be right back. 93.3 WMMR streaming on WMMR.com, our mobile app, your smart speaker, and now at radio.com.
1: Our next guest does the stuff that we absolutely love. Screen Crush YouTube channel has all these videos that break down episodes of your favorite genre stuff so superheroes and fantastical things and they not only they break down plots and things like that they dive into easter eggs and holes in the story and stuff like that and like here i'm going to give you an example yeah. of so an easter egg thing that blows me away so in wandavision which yeah is just loaded with those things, jammed like at some point the clocks in the background in a room so they had noticed that the uh the hands on the clocks we're in the shape of semaphore yeah. and spelled out X-Men. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, yeah. it takes expert-level geekiness, nerdiness, intelligence to figure all this stuff out. I'm and glad someone else do it does it. For yeah, exactly. because I mean, you, you would miss everything. Yeah. Uh, so we want to welcome, from Screen Crush News, Mr. Ryan Airy, to the yeah. show. Yeah. Hey, Ryan, how you doing, man? Great. Thanks for having me on. No problem, man. So, listen, I... I'm in awe of what you guys do. How many people are involved in Screen Crush and making this thing happen?
10: Uh, there's, you know, there's me. <laughs> and, uh...
5: Your dog? Is um, it
10: just you? It yeah, can't be I, just I, you. I my, my dog, dog. Uh, he's at the end of every video. He's a big help. No, we have um, Screen Crush is also a website. So the yes. editor in chief of the site is named Matt Singer. He's fantastic. He's he's the best in the biz. And he's also a big comic fan, so he'll notice a few things. And I've got a couple interns who will help me edit the videos. But, man, for the most part, like, everything you see in there is written or noticed by me. And then I also, like, we'll do a shout-out on Twitter and say, hey, anybody notice anything? And if it's something that I think is viable and I didn't catch it, I give him credit for it. It's
3: it's too comprehensive. I mean, obviously, you you have a a great working knowledge of all of this stuff. But I assume, I mean, on on average, and and give us a percentage, on your first – Watch through, say, on a a WandaVision episode, do you get about 80% of the Easter eggs in the first viewing? How many times do you view it to get your your list that eventually ends up in one of the videos on the YouTube channel?
10: I'd say first viewing, I get about 90, 95%. You're a superhero, for Christ's sake. (laughs) Well, the last episode, I only had time to watch it once because we were like, I was trying to put out like ending explained and all these other videos about it. So I couldn't go through it more than once. And then sometimes like there was the episode that was about uh, the Dick Van Dyke show. And I'd seen that episode. It was all about this one episode with like walnuts and a dream and space aliens. And I thought there's a reason they put that in there, so I had to stop. I watched that and I watched Malcolm. So like that took forever because I had to watch like four other episodes of TV shows <laughs> just to understand what the heck was going on in that episode.
5: It happened wow. again with with Brady Bunch too. There was a, a doll that vision was changing, and, and I'm I'm afraid that there might be some spoiler alerts in here. So just uh, you know, if there are, I apologize in advance. But and then there were there were Brady Bunch references. Later in yeah. Wandavision. And so I'm curious as to like you know, and by the way, you do really quick turnaround from Wandavision being uh, debut on Disney Plus on, on Friday, the videos are out the same day or the next day. How do you how do you get those out that quickly?
10: well they're out the same day. Yeah. Uh part part of it is well to the the doll you just mentioned, that was from a Brady Punch episode called Kitty Carry all Kitty Carry
3: all. I remember it.
10: Yeah. Cindy Cindy has this doll, she loves it, she pretends like it's real. A dog gets lost, and everybody – there's a mock trial. It turns out the dog did it. Spoiler alert for a 40-year-old yeah. sitcom. But, uh, you know, so that episode, you could just look at that, and even if you only casually know about Marvel stuff, you can go, well, Vision's an artificial life form The Wanda pretends is real, so, you know, that Wanda thinks is real. So that's – there's a lot of symbolism there, man. So if you really want to do this for the right way, you have to always ask yourself, like, they could have put any episode of The Brady Bunch in. Why that
6: one? Well,
3: the, yeah. the truth of the matter is that sometimes there's there's lazy writing when you're dealing with the the MCU uh, or the mm-hmm. now the, the Marvel television universe. Um, uh-huh. y- you you they're 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 a higher standard. They're obviously there is very little happenstance to what you're seeing on screen. And so does it does it uh, then on a similar note? Does it piss you off when you see the lazy writing? For example, Preston and I were. Be- Very excited. Casey, everybody here, Nick and uh, Kathy, I know, is in a little bit of superhero stuff. uh, Excited for the Wonder Woman sequel, and yet it was full of lazy writing. Does it piss you off when when that's the
10: case? No. You know, the thing is, when it comes to these movies, there have been so many over the past 25 years. I mean, I'm a comic book fan going way back. So the first time I saw X-Men, I was like, oh, I hope they get it right. You know, all the – like, it was important to me they get it right. But at this point, I mean, I've had my heart broken, <laughs> broken back. You're a beaten man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, it's kind of like, you know, I'm like I'm on my fifth wife, you know, like I don't <laughs> for me, they can't hurt me anymore. But with Wonder Woman 1984, that for me, that was a special occasion because for Christmas, my wife, who was amazing, and my first and only wife, uh, rented out a whole theater for us to watch it. Nice. So it was my first time in the theater since last February, and so for me, it was magical. I am not if the actual movie was good, but... I kind of don't want to rewatch it because so many people have gripes with it. Yeah. <laughs> I um, don't want to go back and go, oh, that memory's ruined.
1: Well, let me ask you in your in your analysis when you're when you're watching something and you're and you're thinking about the website and the YouTube channel and all this stuff and then the work that you're going to do around it, are you able to actually enjoy the film like yeah. the rest of us might be able to? Ah,
10: not on the same level. No. Yeah. There's a big difference between when I watched. Um, say star wars the force awakens before i had this job mm-hmm. and i could just leave the theater and say that was great or complain about this or that and like what i had to do in rise of skywalker which was go to a press screening be super jaded write down every little thing that i saw and how you know what did i you know wait did i miss something and you have to always think about it analytically now that being said when i saw avengers endgame i was the same deal press screening you know my notebook and in that notebook, I kept the notes because there's at one point when they all start coming out of the portals and stuff, and on your left, I just like was furiously scribbling down everything I saw. And at one point, I just wrote. So happy <laughs> <They were. laughs> well yeah, yeah and it, it is made, it made you feel like a kid again, you know like that 's what you want from these movies to just like turn your brain off and feel great
3: i am, I almost yeah. look at you as and as a screen just taking a bullet for us because you 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 cannot uh, enjoy it the same way we do, and in fact, I always say, okay, now now I'll go watch the video or i'll go check it out because it, it's it, there's going to be a fleshing out of what I liked, and I, and we pretty much see eye to eye on everything. Long ago, we all here sort of adopted the notion that you don't have to redefine everything. Just give us an enjoyable, like, you know, as I said to Casey a long time ago with the first Transformers movie, I want to see big robots beat the crap out of each other. And that's what I got. You know, I don't don't need to redefine cinema every time I go out to see one of these things.
10: But when it does happen, when you get something that really does like, you know, when it gives you the feels, You know, that's that's just a special thing. Or when you see something that's really reinvents everything like Logan or Thor Ragnarok, which is my favorite MCU movie like those are just, you know, for me, that that's that's when you go oh okay good this can be something different it does make you look like want to look at things in a more analytical way than just robots hitting each other which i have no problem with
5: so that that brings me back to wandavision because i i loved it and uh, everybody has acknowledged that the first two episodes were a little slow but they were slow burn episodes you know and and people that bailed i think missed out on where it was going and you know i follow you on twitter ryan and and uh, you know i've seen some of the comments and there were people who really didn't enjoy it what would you say to people who who didn't get into wandavision because i think maybe they might have missed out on something that they didn't even realize they we're missing out on
10: there's a big complaint from marvel oh, marvel movies from people um where they'll go well they're cookie cutter you know they're all the same thing and it's true like just because comic books are tend to bear certain similarities some of the movies do have similar origin stories or action set pieces but you can't say that and then be like well i don't know it was weird it's too it's like <laughs> sitcoms i don't get it you know yeah and people who complain i did not understand is people who complained about oh, i just want to watch it all at once and i was like This is how TV works. (laughs) This is what TV used to be, you know, up until about 2009 when Netflix started dropping House of Cards all at the same time, you know? So I loved it for that aspect that I just got to approach everything from a sense of I don't know what's happening. But once I can watch these and not predict what's going on, even though, hey, I just got to, you know, I did predict a lot of the stuff. <laughs> you did. Now, I of yeah. wrong, but I also predicted a lot of the stuff. Just saying, you know. Yeah, yeah it's
4: funny because I don't really. My son gets into the whole prediction thing, and and um, I just want to be surprised. Yes, right? and and I'll yeah. go back afterwards. You know, after it's all said and done, and go, okay, well, what did I miss? And you know, and and uh-huh. what did this mean? And all that. But you know, the um, you know, the uh, not the I. I they were there there was some people positing that. uh Who's a Satan guy that they were saying? Mephisto. That, yeah. And, Mephisto. Yeah. Yeah, Mephi- so, you know, and I was like, I, and my son would tell me these things. I'm like, I don't want to know. Because if it is Mephisto, I want to be surprised by, you know, said uh, character or whatever. But I-, I wanted to ask you about this because I still have not heard an explanation as to where Valkyrie went between Ragnarok and the very beginning of Infinity War.
10: Valkyrie. um I presume she stayed with the Asgardians on the ship. Okay. I don't think she went anywhere. Was she? Yeah, just... Even though you don't see her at the beginning of Infinity War, that opens with, oh, I'm going to get super nerdy here. Mm-hmm. That movie actually opens with a distress signal voiced over by Kenneth Brownall, who directed the first Thor, where it's kind of hard to hear because it's all garbled. But he's basically saying, you know, we've ejected escape pods. We need help. It's like an SOS transmission. So presumably she was inside one of those. Maybe okay. just didn't want to burden Infinity War with like one more character.
3: Well, so, so and as Nick said, there is going to be some spoiler alerts here. And concerning Wandavision, which turned out I think to be the most, at least as it was on, uh, the most popular show uh, on Earth. <laughs> it was just getting yeah. huge, huge yeah. numbers. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the, the 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 Scarlet Witch, which you know we all have our comic book things that we were focused in on. I was I was aware of her, but did not know just how powerful her character is. So as as we're going through the series, and you know you begin to learn. Um, she has the potential for great destruction. Is is that potential going to port into the second Doctor Strange movie? Do you know?
10: Uh, well, yeah, I think so for sure. I mean, we definitely know she's going to be in the movie because they they announced that years ago. Yeah, um, I think this is where like you you can you have to go like what's likely for the character, but also what's likely for this studio that's putting this together. At the end of WandaVision, spoilers, there's a thing that happens that uh, ties into the show and very much makes you think that she's going to need help to further her story. So she could seek out Doctor Strange's help to go on this new quest that she has. I'm trying to avoid spoilers um, for people who haven't seen it. But you, she could also be seeking out somebody else's help who's not Doctor Strange, somebody like Baron Mordo. Who is kind of teased as one of the next villains. He's a villain in the comics uh,
8: um, in the
10: last movie. So maybe that could actually bring her in conflict with him. or kind of what I thought was likely I mentioned this in the video. she's got this book at the end of the series called The Dark Hold. It's a super evil book. It's like it's like the one ring in the Marvel movies. like all the evils poured into this one book. right. And I could see her going to help, you know ask Dr. Strange for help and them like having their little adventures or whatever. But then as soon as he sees her reading the Dark hole You know, he he slaps it out of her hand like Zach Morris slapping the caffeine pills out of Jesse Spanner. You can't use that, you know. Okay, all right. It'll be cool to see where it is. That's what's fun about it, though. There's like, yeah, I can just sit here and spend like five different options. It would probably make five. Very good movies. That's what, what you want. You don't want to be able to predict what's going to happen before they even film the movie.
1: Ryan, you know, when, when uh, Iron Man first hit and the MCU kicked off and these, these this uh, parade of amazing movies started coming out for people like us who were the comic book readers and like, oh, my God, they can actually do it yeah. right now. And now... We have an absolute overload of this stuff, which is wonderful. I mean, and then surprise things are popping up like the boys. Like, we didn't even know that was going to happen. And all of a sudden, you get this amazing thing. Mm -hmm. Do you think we'll reach a burnout of this? Or, you know, I mean, because I can see the MCU going to, I I don't know if it would peter out or not, or people would get tired of it and want something else. What, What do you think about the future of this
10: genre? Well, okay, I'll go deep on um, I'll go deep on my media criticism here with you. A lot of people compare I think even Spielberg compared superhero movies to Western, saying the genre was gonna fizzle out at some point, which is fair. But Westerns, which were you know, the biggest genre in American cinema, basically from the time of stagecoach through somewhere where they fizzled out in the nineteen seventies. Those those didn't die out because everybody said I'm tired of cowboy movies. You know I've seen every cowboy story I can see. Those you know TV shows everything. Those those were telling the exact same story for decades, and nobody cared that it was repeated. They found comfort in it, in the same way superhero movies are, given us sky beams and good guys and bad guys and fights and fights and cakes and all that stuff. So when that shift does happen, and it will, you know these things always turn around like a wheel someday. It'll be for some societal reason. It'll be because people, for whatever reason, maybe aren't looking for black and white cape heroes. Maybe we'll have a a cinema revolution like we did in the 70s where people gravitate more toward independent movies. If I had a guess, I would say action movies like John Wick or Fast and Furious would kind of pivot and take the place. Or maybe movie star driven, you know, vehicles which you don't really have anymore, um, like we did in the '90s and '80s and stuff. Right. So yeah, I think someday it will, but I don't think it'll be because the movies get bad or people are tired of specifically seeing these movies. I just think something else will come along okay. that that, that grabs so the I attention.
3: Don't... Yeah, and, That's fair. and if you stop and think about it too, the, the the same things that would fuel or that propel the the westerns are apparent in in. Um, and a Star Wars was an answer to, You know, it's a space yeah. western. Yeah. Um. So so it, it, it's all sort of the same thing. I wanted to ask you, um, Ryan, about the. Uh, so we've sort of built up a uh, a bit of a friendship with Zack Snyder, and I, I love his stuff, and 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 we're all fans of a lot of the stuff that he's done. What have you heard about the uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League? The uh, the the cut. The uh, HBO Max. Uh, f- uh, f- extended now. They're just going to present it as a four-hour film instead of the, the little episode deal. Have you heard any advance on it?
10: Um, I have a screener for it that I haven't finished, and I'm not allowed to talk about it okay. until okay. Monday. But I but I will say this. I'll say the same thing I was saying before I ever got the screener. Regardless of how you feel about Man of Steel or Batman versus Superman or any of those things, I am really, really, really glad that he was allowed to come back And complete the story, you know that he poured his heart and soul into. And I read that he didn't even take any money from Warner Brothers, but he kept all these other people employed during the pandemic. And I think that's just wonderful. Like, what a great thing for directors. He's he's a good dude. Yeah. Make these movies. uh, Yeah. He and and Deborah both seem like they're just great people.
3: Just a a quick question concerning that: Um, will, Will Joss Whedon ever work again in light of everything that's been happening? Ooh.
10: Isn't that strange? Like it's
3: very strange.
10: Years ago, he was the he was the guy. Yeah. Like if you if you you know anybody would have paid money to have Joss Whedon come along and gin up their franchise, he would have been the first to do the X Men. I, I don't know. I mean, it's some I haven't heard of many things specific levied against him. No criminal charges or anything like that, but. That's, I'm not sure. I don't think that like Marvel would hire him back. Right.
3: Josh Whedon did the original Avengers yeah. movie. Did Ultron? I mean, you know, yeah. uh, uh, Agents of Shield, uh, Buffy. Uh, yeah. You know, rich, Firefly, rich history. Yeah. But he has a lot of yeah. people, especially um, uh, Ray Fisher. You know, who played Cyborg, yeah. and a lot of people right. on on the uh, the the Justice League set saying he was insufferable and a horrible person to work with.
10: And, you know, when you look back at his accomplishments, you have to remember he godfathered MCU Phase 2. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, Winter Soldier. Like, he was the one who, when he got James Gunn's script, said, "Ah, I think this needs more James Gunn in it. And when the studio parted ways with Edgar Wright, he was very public with his disapproval and, you know, I I don't know. I mean, I I love his stuff. Like, I really wish that um, he – (laughs) <laughs> he was another yeah, person. I wish it wasn't true, but I think it is. I yeah, know, no, he, I, he think right. forward, I think you're yeah. right. coming forward. I think you're right. Yeah, sometimes you yeah. have to
5: pay the consequences of your actions. And, yeah, and maybe that's the case you with John. You always have to pay. Yeah, yeah
10: um, I don't care like how good of a movie the guy makes. If he did it, he did it. And I agree. You know, I don't care who yeah. it is.
5: Right. Sometimes. Uh, um, well, anyway, I wanted to ask about yeah. um, Falcon and Winter Soldier because uh, I'm, I'm really excited about that. You know, the pandemic has obviously been awful for a lot of people for a year, uh, but mm-hmm. we've gotten some really good TV to watch during the, during this pandemic. Thank God for that because it's helped us get through. Uh, so WandaVision just wrapped up. Falcon and Winter Soldier is right on the, on the horizon. What do you know about it, and, and what can we anticipate?
10: Um, I know the same thing everyone else knows from trailers. I haven't seen a screener or anything yet. Now, I can't say that looking at the comics that it's based on, there's the potential for some pretty awesome spy stuff. There's this whole storyline in the comics about Captain America meets these p- this private company who's augmenting people, making them super strong. Um, so it's kind of like the super soldier serum, but it's been, like, privatized. And it looks like they're having an element of that. And the guy who the government is going to pick to take over is Captain America. It's this guy named John Walker was a product of that program, and he is – you know, Captain America is always portrayed as kind of a leftist, like he came out of this New Deal era, you know, that kind of shaped his worldview. But John Walker is very much a red state guy. So in those comics, and these are from like the late eighties, it made a really interesting contrast to see his point of view as cap when he was Captain America as opposed to Cap. So they have the potential in this show. I mean, if they wanted to tell some political storytelling and to kind of get into that whole argument, they could really do that here.
1: Um, I had a question for you because I I love the Easter egg segments that you guys do. And um, Mm -hmm. when Watchmen was out on HBO, that was so full of uh, each and every episode. Mm -hmm. Do you think pound for pound that had more Easter eggs than any other show you've seen?
10: Yeah, I think it did more than WandaVision because Watchmen, Watchmen by its nature, if you go read the comic book, Every panel has a double meaning, at least a double meaning. Sometimes a triple, quadruple meaning. Characters parallel each other. Nothing a character says is accidental, and they masterfully did that in the watch in the in the HBO show. But not only that, but when you watch the show, it's not just like references to the comic books, but it has this um, what they, what they would call clockwork storytelling, where you know a clock has no unnecessary parts inside of it, and the same thing is true in the Watchmen show. So when you watch it. It's it's this rare gift of storytelling where you can look at every single thing that happens and say, wait, so what's the double meaning there? What's the triple meaning there? An example is this incredibly rich woman, a trillionaire, shows up at this couple's house, and she wants their farm. And in return, she offers them a baby because they went to one of her fertility clinics, and she cloned them a baby. And she puts on an egg timer, and, like, at the end of this timer, you don't get the sale, and I'm taking your baby. And that timer was a metaphor for an egg timer because a couple sells eggs, but also a metaphor for the mother's biological clock ticking. Right. right. You know, and it's just filled with everything. I am mean, gonna love you. I'm going to stop talking because if you let me talk about Watchmen, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go into the next show.
4: It was unbelievable. <laughs> well, I want to go back to Marvel <laughs> Universe. I watch pretty much a Marvel movie every single day. And so it's, it's always on my brain. And I wanted to ask about Captain America. Uh, because at the end of Endgame, obviously he does what he does, uh, and then in the beginning of Far From Home, I think they indicate that he 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 died or whatever. But so I'm I'm curious to go. I'm curious to know, like, well, what did he do when he did go back and go, and live his life? Did he live that like uh, in secret? He's giggling,
10: laughing. No, I'm laughing because um, if you talk to Marcus and McFeely, the guys who wrote Endgame, and you talk to the directors, Joe and Anthony Russo, you'll get two completely different answers. Really? Wow. Okay. Uh, which, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is this is some deep time travel stuff, right? So whenever in the comics, and I think in Endgame they imply this is true, whenever they time travel, you can't change your past, right? You right. Just, you just can't do it. <laughs> um, so what, what they're actually doing when they alter history, like Loki getting away or whatever, at the end of The Avengers is they're creating a divergent timeline, like in Back to the Future 2. So those are divergent. Every time you go back, you change the past. You haven't changed your present. You've created an alternate timeline. And there's an infinite number of these ultimate, ultimate alternate timelines out there in the universe. So when Cap went back, he was able to travel to these individual alternate timelines and deliver the stone. Marcus and McFeely have said that he returned to his own timeline in the past, And lived out a life with Peggy in secret, which is dumb and makes no sense. Because why would he leave Bucky alone to suffer? Why would he let Vision die? All these, like Natasha, why wouldn't he do something to help? It seems very out of character for Steve. Whereas the directors say he lived in an alternate timeline and then returned to that spot, although not with the same machine, which is strange, to give Sam the shield.
1: Right, it, that's what I I had heard, and I think it was what Kathy here. It was her theory as well the whole time, right, Kathy? Yeah,
2: that's yeah, yeah. That's what I you didn't thought say as well. anything because yeah.
1: he you said want to ruin it. You, it wanted, made, you wanted you right?
3: wanted Ryan to roll it out. Yeah. Especially mm-hmm. when you discover it yourself
1: I, once you get into the timeline things. My head starts to hurt, and I'm like, I'm just it's I can't get too deep into that. All that paradox. <laughs> I, I
3: I agree, and, and let me ask you if you agree with this, Ryan. I think it could yeah. be a wonderful tool, and I also think, and I, we were talking about this with Kevin Smith. That it can rob a, a, a storyline of any emotional impact. It's one of my issues with when they get too entrenched in multiverses because, I hey, don't worry, we're just going to go to the, this version of another version of the Earth and, and that guy will be there. And, and it's, it's, right. it, 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 it tends to extract finality from a story, you know?
10: Well, multiverse stories have, for me, they, they kind of ring of corporations consolidating all their IP. So if Sony does bring Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield into this new Spider-Man movie, then they're basically saying, hey, don't worry if you didn't like that Spider-Man movie. Here's, it still exists. It's still here. Right. Uh, and we're going to put all our characters in the one movie. But one of the brilliant things that Endgame did with time travel is they basically – it's like in Austin Powers. When they explained time travel in Austin Powers, both characters looked at the, cam- <laughs> at the camera and said to the audience, don't worry about it. It's yeah. fine. So yeah. they added in a scene in Endgame in the reshoots where they talk about time travel movies, <laughs> they basically say, just don't worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're yeah. right. He basically right. says
3: that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a movie. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to explain it. They yeah, even yeah.
1: mention Hot Tub Time Machine. In <laughs> there. Yes.
3: Yeah.
10: They do it in their... T- just have a good time. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Star yeah. Trek, the, the, the first J.J. Abrams Star Trek, they did the same thing. They were like, wait, what's going on? And then who um, says, it's an alternate reality. <laughs> it basically is telling Star Trek fans, just calm down and enjoy
1: what yeah, you're yeah, go over the yeah, ride. yeah that's uh, right. when 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 you can relax and 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 check you know just suspend your disbelief and just take it for the ride it's much more enjoyable it gives you be- sometimes yeah. it gives you beautiful moments
3: as it did with Endgame
1: yeah so what are you in the in uh, in deep now right uh, with uh, with screen crush as far as uh, putting stuff together Ryan? what's uh, cuz one division wrapped up obviously next is going to be uh, Falcon yeah. and Winter Soldier is that the next big thing that's going to be the project
10: uh, well, Snyder Cut comes out the day before. Okay. The Winter Soldier. So I've right. got both of those kind of happening at the same time, which is a lot of fun. It means I won't be sleeping. <laughs> uh, what? what, what are and the... we, we also – go
1: ahead, sir. Uh, I, I was going to say, what are the non-typical titles that, that we – because I saw something on Queen's Gambit. What What are some other things yep. outside of superheroes and space aliens and things like that?
10: Uh, well, I'm a, I'm a huge Star Trek fan. And I yes. wasn't able to cover Discovery this year, so but when Picard comes back, I'll cover that or Lower Decks. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Star Wars, like you just said. I did Queen's Gambit because Queen's Gambit uh, was written by my favorite author, and it's based on my favorite book. Okay. And years ago, I was going to make a documentary on him, and I was like, oh, let's just do this thing. And you can see it on the channel. Like, that video hasn't found its audience yet, and it came out obviously like months after the show was really hot. But I would love to do... You know my personal taste. Like my favorite movie of all time is Network. I'm a big Network. Fan of Patty Netflix. Chayefsky. Yeah, that's it, baby. That's it. That's yeah, the that's account, it's maybe, maybe
3: one of the the best scripts ever written.
10: Yep, I think it is the best. Yeah, and so I was able to weave that into Wandavision because I think it addressed some of the same issues about TV t- kind of telling us lies to sell us things. Um, but no, I mean anything that I think will will do well and will have an audience for, I'm not off limits to any genre. Any stories
1: okay excellent well listen we uh for those who are not aware it is uh it's a fantastic service that you guys provide at screen crush both on screencrush.com and on the youtube channel and uh it's done expeditiously like the the as soon as you want to know about something the it's videos there. are out and they are thorough so kudos to the work ryan and we wouldn't mind uh geeking out with you another time if, uh, if that's all right if we give you a call
10: you got
1: my number. Excellent. All right. Well we appreciate it, man. Have a good one. Ryan Airy, guys. Yeah, yeah. From Screen Crush. And uh it's it's an extensive library. There's a ton of stuff of stuff that uh, that you can get from them. So that was really cool. Hey, I wanted to point out something. I know we're gonna wrap here in a moment, but um it's today is the one year anniversary of uh the C D C and and the yeah. whole oh, naming World it Health a uh, an official uh you know worldwide
2: pandemic yeah the world health organization uh a year ago today announced that it was a global pandemic wow,
1: one year I'm ago
4: sorry today. guys i didn't get you anything uh listen and
2: you're usually good okay. with that
4: i am you are. damn it sorry
1: guys um so you know it's been a uh it's been an interesting year nonetheless or it's 365 days to say the least i should say <laughs> yeah but i can't believe that it's uh that it's already moved along it seems it seems Really long, and it seems like yesterday in the same breath, if you know what I mean.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, at the beginning of it all, I was having, you know, you live enough life, and you know that things can can run those dual realities. Yeah. where. And I said, even at the beginning, I stand by it now, there's going to be a time where you're going through your sock drawer or whatever, and there's going to be the mask there, and you're going, oh, yeah. And then that's the, that's the thing. So, so, oh, yeah, it becomes this is how it is. And, and we have, you know, a lot to be encouraged about. Obviously, there's a lot of sadness that took place and a lot of stuff yeah. that still continues. Uh, but, um, you know, it, it's, it's okay to take a breath and say, all right, we're moving along. We're, we're going in the right direction and just be thankful for, for what you have. And, and hopefully, if you're in a hard way right now, uh, things are, uh, will get better for you in, in short order.
5: This is probably an op- maybe too open ended of a question, but do you have a favorite part and a, a least favorite
3: part
1: of <laughs> the last? Year? I know bread. what you mean by that. It's it's a weird question yeah. to ask.
3: Um... Well, are we talking about favorite wars? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Banana bread. <laughs> uh, banana yeah. bread was cool. <laughs> Joe Exotic. <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah, that right. That was near the beginning it too. Was, yeah. yeah, it's what helped get a lot of people through. And then initially, yeah,
2: I have an answer. My favorite part has been the athleisure wear that has been super popular <laughs> because people aren't going anywhere. Uh, and worst part is, at this point, I'm bored. I yeah. want to go out yeah. and do something and go to an event and see other people.
1: Kathy, speaking of the athleisure wear, I was reading an article the other day about how even in Paris now that they have a backed off of sexy, uncomfortable lingerie, and they credit the change in dress over the last year for that. That, that comfort yeah. is exactly what is what is leading the fashion industry oh, right now.
2: comfort, absolutely, for the past year has led the fashion industry. That athleisure wear that we talked about, like, however many years ago it was, it was on its way out. It, it was going out, and people were no, no longer going to wear joggers. The pandemic happened, and it brought it all back.
1: Okay. I can see that. You know what? One of the, my favorite parts about what uh, what we've had to deal with over the past year has been um, playing games with my family. Yes. Yeah. We have done that more this year than ever, uh, and that's, you know, cards, board games, whatever it may be, uh, video games, With it, and that's social time. That's mm-hmm. interaction time. Yeah. I have been loving it, and
3: so that's been solid. There's been. World. And to be honest, so for for us, there hasn't been a, a tremendous amount of impact. We, we at the beginning said if if we're going to convey normalcy, then we, we come in and do our jobs and we don't you know, we we want everything to be to be sounding normal for, for you. So that was part of the deal. So it hasn't shifted much. And then you see people and I you know, talk to people or friends or reconnect with people who have had their entire lives turned upside down. And, I, I mean, I'm thankful that, that I didn't have to go through that, and you feel the empathy for what they have to go through. But there are things that will be in the positive column. In all this sure. horror, there's stuff that like
4: that, Preston, that reconnected with family and friends. Yeah, yeah it's important, and I often forget um, – how lucky I am, yeah. and uh, and I, I really should be, uh, I should have more gratitude on a, you know, pretty uh, daily, d- yep, daily basis and consistent basis. And I was sitting down talking to my mom yesterday, and, you know, she was, you know, she's retired, but she was um, volunteering uh, with the Divine Providence, and so these were our, our adults with uh, developmental disabilities. And when, you, we were talking about it yesterday, because we're on the year anniversary, and she You know, so she was there as a volunteer, but there were other people there that were there. That was their job. That was their livelihood. And she's like, they haven't worked in a year, you know, and some of them were able to uh, pivot and and get, uh, you know, because some of the clients there still needed help. So they were able to do like one on one type of stuff and then others weren't. And I was like, wow, you know, and that that was the case for a lot of people out there. And I've, I've come into work every single day since. And it's important for me to remember that there are a lot of people out there that are that have, you know, been suffering for the past year.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Well, to mark this um, grim anniversary, uh, NBC News is going to be launching a primetime special. Uh, It'll be anchored by uh, at the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C. by nightly news anchor Lester Holt and today co-anchor Savannah Guthrie. Uh, So that is going to be tonight at 8 p.m., I believe, or Wait a second here. So yeah, life, it's called, uh, COVID one year later, life after lockdown. Oh, that's on, te- that's at 10 p.m. on NBC with Holton Guthrie and also, uh, set to anchor a special report at 8 p.m., uh, with President Biden scheduled to deliver a primetime address to the nation. Uh, so a bunch of people are going to be appearing on, uh, that tonight on NBC. And I'm sure some other networks have some things planned as well. So one year ago today that that officially went down. Wow. All right. Before we take a break, I do want to uh, mention that we have. A new Daily Rush video. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's called Showering with a Demon. Uh, While discussing (laughs) showering techniques, Tom, who is either an actual demon or just someone who has a terrible phone connection, called in. And you can watch it now at com. And it's sponsored by Punchline Philly, Fishtown's first comedy club, restaurant, and bar. Take a look-see when you get a chance. And you know what? Have a cocktail while you're doing it. I have a case of beer to give away. Victory Brewing's new 6% hazy IPA, brotherly love. And we'll take caller number 17 at 215-263-WMMR. It's a beer with purpose, now available in 12 packs at Trenton Road Takeout in Levittown. To learn more about this beer and its mission, visit victorybeer.com slash love. Cheers. Caller 17, got to be at least 21. Good luck to you. We'll be right back.
7: Air in the zoom room with brian johnson chatting about acdc's 17th album plus check out new music from the offspring green day and foo fighters search keyword deal for mmr's big Friggin' deal two tickets to the crayola experience for just 23 dollars while supplies last
1: 10 o'clock and it's 55 degrees oh, love it we'll be up in the 70s in just a couple hours Uh, Right now, we're going to do the Bizarre File. Now,
0: WMMR presents (laughs) Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Bizarre File.
1: Brought to you by the U.S. Digestive Health. Colonoscopy beats cancer. Schedule your screening with Pennsylvania's most experienced GI network at usdigestivehealth.com. All right. We'll begin this portion of the Bizarre File with this very interesting story. A doctor who killed his lover with cocaine on his penis has been ordered to pay compensation to the family. Now, when I say his lover with cocaine on his penis, I don't mean his... I mean, he killed this person by ha- by using the cocaine on his penis. So how would that work? Dr. Andreas... How big is this guy's penis? Deaver Niederbilker. Niederbilker? Uh, yeah. Uh, or Bichler. I think it's B- Bickler. Uh, was previously jailed over his uh, after his lover overdosed when he sprinkled cocaine on his penis, <laughs> and he now has like been donut <laughs> ordered to pay compensation to the victim's family after they pursued a civil lawsuit. I guess they, I guess he put a lot on there, got into her internally and, and killed, otied. and killed her. Wow. Yvonne M, age 38, was a former patient uh, of his, and she had died after overdosing on cocaine that he placed on his unit. She collapsed at the doctor's home, and uh, it's in Halberstadt, Germany. Before, was death the intent, or was she just trying to give her, like, a thrill? Before tragically dying later in the hospital. Well, the doctor found has, was found to have carried out further crimes Oh, between September 2015 February 2018 when he drugged and sexually assaulted three other women. Okay. So I doubt he meant to kill her, but he meant to do something. Something really freaky. During the investigation of the crimes, it was discovered that he had laced lipstick, champagne glasses, and toothpaste with cocaine. Yvonne's family opened a civil lawsuit for wrongful death after the surgeon was sentenced. Gosh, he really
3: likes cocaine.
1: The court has now convicted him and ordered him to pay compensation to the victim's family. That's horrible,
3: and it would be absorbed into the body
1: immediately. Yeah, I guess so. An accident involving a student driver left a woman badly injured. Police say the woman was teaching her 14-year-old son how to drive at their home on Saturday evening. And she accidentally, she fell over. She blacked out and her son panicked, stepped on the gas by mistake and ran over Oh, my God. Yeah. She's in critical condition at El Paso Hospital. No further details are available. This means he's going to have to wait for his license. The longtime treasurer of a church was arrested this week after admitting to state troopers that he stole at least $150,000 from church coffers and spent a large portion of that money on a pornographic website.
3: <laughs> so he uh, created his own pornographic website or he was oh, just no, no, visiting? No. He was visiting. Okay. Glenn I've e- always wanted to run a pornographic website.
1: Glenn Yathers is charged with theft by deception and theft by unlawful taking in connection with writing $150,606 to Jeez. himself from the accounts of St. Paul Lutheran Church. The transactions occurred between 2015 and 2019 others who served as church treasurer for 12 years, was initially approached about two years ago by church council members who were concerned that bills were not getting paid and deposits were not being made into church accounts in a timely manner. We're seeing bills from Pornhub. Uh, at one point, the utilities of the church were shut off and the church almost shut down due to others not paying bills. Oh, boy. When initially approached by church council about numerous checks written to himself, the others denied any wrongdoing, claiming that he was paying church bills from his personal bank account and was simply reimbursing himself. Uh, he was eventually removed as treasurer after the church's troubles had continued. And apparently, yeah, he was visiting porn sites a lot. Clearly, spent hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That's it. a lot of money That's on porn. A
3: lot of money. Didn't they notice that his hands were extraordinarily chafed? <laughs> I don't know. They chalked <laughs> Jesus it up to Christ. Up.
1: Costco can be sued for privacy violations by a Phoenix area man who alleges a pharmacist joked with his ex-wife about an erectile dysfunction prescription that he had twice canceled. The ruling allows the man's lawsuit to proceed, but sets a high bar for him to win. He must show by clear and convincing evidence that the store and his pharmacist did not act in good faith when the woman was told about the prescription. But it's an important decision because for the first time, the state Supreme Court ruled that lawsuits can be brought here under state law for violations of the federal health care privacy law, commonly known as HIPAA. The company argued that the federal law does not allow private citizens to sue, but the court rejected that, saying that the law's standards can be used to show privacy violations in state court. Now, the ruling mainly upholds the 2019 State Court of Appeals ruling that revived the lawsuits that the man filed After the pharmacist told his ex-wife about the prescription when she went to pick up another prescription with his approval, the man had called Costco twice to cancel the prescription before his ex-wife went to the store. But the pharmacist didn't do that. So the trial court had dismissed the case, citing the state immunity laws because HIPAA doesn't allow to private lawsuits. But let let me explain a little bit of of what happened. So so the guy was in his 50s. He received a sample for an erectile dysfunction drug from his doctor In 2016, later got a call from Costco saying that a full prescription that he had not sought was ready for pickup. He canceled the prescription, and then he canceled it a second time about a month later when he called to check on an unrelated prescription and was told that the erectile dysfunction medication was still there. The man then authorized Costco to allow his ex-wife to pick up his regular prescription refill, and that's when the pharmacist told her about the ED pills, and they joked about them. Uh-huh. The ruling says the man was trying to reconcile with his wife, but after that pharmacy incident, that failed. So, okay. <clears throat> okay. That is a weird story. Yeah, that's why I put it in the B file, but yeah.
3: How big are Costco
1: Viagra pills? <laughs> yeah. They're they, about the size of a hubcap. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mentioned yeah. they're mm-hmm. huge. All right, and we will wrap it up there. That is what I have... in the bizarre file for you. I am choking, so we got to take a break. We'll be
7: back in a moment. Stay with (laughs) us. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
2: Julie Jerkoff.
7: I don't know why. I just (laughs) felt
1: like
3: playing it. It's always a great
1: one. Uh, Disarm from smashing pumpkins on 93.3 WMMR. It's everything that rocks. Uh, it's 20 minutes after 10 o'clock, Thursday morning, zipping right on by. $500 prize this week for
3: Word of the Week prize. We we'll give that away tomorrow. What makes that clip good mm. is that the, what sounds to be a very pristine button down woman, clearly quickly went to jerk off. I a afraid <phrase> she was
2: <laughs> she was Very jerk off. Forgive me, Kirkoff. <laughs> oh.
3: Jerkoff is something I'm very familiar with, but that's not her last name. Please forgive me, Julie
2: Jerkoff. Forgive me, Kirkoff.
3: <laughs> Robert Rimjob. I'm sorry, it's Radner. <laughs> Robert. Uh, her her name is a, is a Jerkoff. <laughs> yeah. All right. oh, that's great.
1: It's one of the best. All right. Uh time to ask that lesson question and give away a one hundred dollar cash prize. And the question that we're gonna go with this morning. Hang on a second. Here. There it is. Okay. Uh what reality show featured both Michael and Paris Jackson? Not really. What reality show featured both Michael and Paris Jackson? It was from earlier this morning in our six o'clock hour. It didn't happen in real life. It was just mentioned on the show. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. We'll do the trash while we're waiting for that phone call from you.
0: The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash.
1: And it's brought to you by Zippy's Bikes in Wildwood. Zippy's has hundreds of bikes in stock right now. You can shop in person or online at zippiesbikes.com and pick up your fully assembled bike the next time that you hit the shore. Promo code KC and you get
3: bonus Zippy's Bucks. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Rory McElroy giving an update on his buddy Tiger Woods saying the golf legend is doing much better since his horrific car crash. Woods has reportedly been feeling some discomfort, but that ended when doctors eventually removed a Yeti travel cup from his ass. Yeah. <laughs> British newspapers are reporting that there is a strong possibility that Prince Harry will be moved lower in the placement for succession. According to insiders, Harry's only chance of making it to the throne would be the death of the Burger King. So that's way down there. God. And finally, the newly newly single Wendy Williams has apparently been getting serious with a contractor named Mike Esterman. Esterman says he recently brought Wendy to a job site, and she actually pitched in by mixing cement with her fist.
6: Oh.
3: <laughs> Big woman. And that's your Hollywood track. All right, to the phones we
1: go. What reality show featured both Michael and Paris Jackson? And I am going to Mike. Stephen knows the answer. Hey, Mike, how you doing, bud?
10: Good, how about
1: you guys? Good morning it. Well, good morning it, sir. All right, so what show featured both Michael and Paris Jackson?
4: That would be American Chopper. Yes.
1: Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! American Chopper Woo-hoo! is the correct answer. Mike, Woo-hoo! hang on, because for you, a hundred bucks. Yep, that's it. hundred bucks, courtesy of Fox's new game show, uh, Game of Talents, which is uh well, you can actually have another chance to win uh cash if you click contest WMR.com to vote. For the MMR contestant with the most unusual talent that you think deserves to win five hundred dollars, and check out an all-new episode of Game of Talents, a show where two teams must figure out the hidden talents of mystery performers, airing Wednesday right after the Mass Singer, and that is on Fox twenty-nine.
0: Preston and Steve's music news on ninety-three-three WMMR. Brought to you
1: this morning by Royal Farms. Real fresh, real fast. Start each morning with a hot, fresh cup of Royal Farms coffee. It is made one cup at a time from the finest coffee beans in the world. And freshly ground just seconds before serving. We'll start with this. Uh, Musician Youngblood has recruited stars like Tommy Lee, Machine Gun Kelly, Dave Navarro, Avril Lavigne, and more for his Youngblood show, Live Benefit. According to Rolling Stone... The Youngblood Show Live will uh, live stream uh, today as part of YouTube's Music Nights series. I assume it's not a tribute to the band The Youngbloods, right? It is not. The Blood Show Live will take place from an unspecified independent Los Angeles venue, it will benefit National Independent Venues Association Emergency Relief Fund. Youngblood said in a statement, I'm craving to get back on the stage every single day and can't wait to do this with some incredible guests. It's been so hard for independent venues, I wanted to partner with NIVA because independent venues are the backbone of the music industry and give young artists a chance to have their music heard. Everyone has been missing a rock and roll show. I think it's about time that we give them one. Uh, The show will start streaming live from Youngblood's YouTube page at uh, 12 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Pearl Jam will headline the Band Together Washington Benefit live stream on march 18th it's kind of like a young blood's event here uh the band will supply a vintage performance for the event though which will help washington's struggling musical community which continues to suffer in the wake of covid so yet again they're trying to help out people in that industry that have had hard times over the past year although the event is free viewers are encouraged to donate to help bring back washington as a thriving source of art and culture For more information, you can log on to keepmusiclivewa.com slash I thought uh, this would be for you and I, Steve. The long-awaited BG's biopic will be directed by actor-director
3: Kenneth Branagh via Paramount Pictures. So this is uh, with actors. This isn't a documentary. Correct. Surviving BG,
1: Barry Gibb is very involved in the narrative of the film. And there will and will be an executive producer, according to screenwriter Ben Elton. He is writing the current draft of the script. Been no release date announced for the still untitled
3: film. Any uh, casting ideas? You would I think the thing you'd do want to do is go with unknowns. Yeah, there's yeah. nobody that there's no names that I've seen being kicked around. At I this think point. maybe Al Pacino is Barry Gibb. the <laughs> uh, <laughs> alive. Her. 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 I can't hit it. That would be
1: great. Uh, Deadline reported uh, Paramount got the life rights to the Gibb family estate and the rights to use their classic songs. How
12: deep is your
11: love
1: in a movie that could be very well that could very well follow the template of the best picture nominated blockbuster Bohemian Rhapsody because the songs are so well crafted, yeah. with exhilarating falsettos. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm on board
3: for that man. And, and he I... directed uh, Thor, yeah. Um, so maybe this will take place on Asgard. Maybe as well. so. You would only hope so.
1: That's the official music of Oscar Asgard. Of the hell is the Everything's Chloe. But Steve and I have been raving about the BGs for ages. Absolutely. So on the excited. documentary that was
3: uh, "How Do You Mend a Broken
1: Heart"? Wonderful. Excellent. Very well done. And then finally, another movie story in music news. Uh, Universal has snagged Rob Zombie to helm their upcoming new movie based on The Monsters. New, the Zombie New Universal is officially Give me some of the
3: theme if you would K. on the rumors.
1: Uh, Murphy's Multiverse reports that production is set to kick off in Budapest in early May. Sherry Moon Zombie has reportedly been cast as Lily Monster. While Jeff Daniel Phillips from uh, The Lords of Salem and Three from Hell will play Herman. Uh, Daniel Roebuck who's no stranger to our show, and Richard Brake have also been cast in undisclosed roles along with Jorge Garcia and Cassandra Peterson, also known as Elvira.
3: For me, one of the funniest things about the Monsters, and it's the cheapest, dumbest joke, is when people would show up to the house and they'd be terrified and they would speed up their exit, and they go running and jump over the fence yeah. or burrow into the ground. It's stupid, but it cracked me up every time.
1: NBC tried a run uh, of the show back in 2012 with Brian Fuller's Mockingbird Lane, which starred Jerry O'Connell and Portia DeRossi. But it stinks. The, the full series never happened. Rocky didn't like it. That's right. It stinks. So they passed on it. They were better than that, yeah. and they didn't prove it. So You're anyway. better than that. And there you go. That's what I have. Herman. And, uh. Music news this morning. All right, so we'll take a break. We'll get back. We'll wrap it up. Leather of the Day, Word of the Week prize. Don't miss it because 500 bucks is what we're giving away yet
0: again this week. We'll be back in just a moment. Stream MMR wherever you are on WMMR.com. Our mobile app on your smart speaker and at Radio.com. right on the edge of a weekend.
1: As Casey would say, you know, by the time we clock off here, it's officially no sad bro. It's Friday. I
3: think so. Yeah, I think that has merit. Mm-hmm. I'll go along with that.
1: Um, so it has been a fun program today. I want to thank uh, Kathy Romano for bringing in her yeah. mixtape, yes, and right. letting us take a stroll down memory lane. Yes, that.
2: thank you for letting me stroll down memory lane. Mm-hmm. It was fun.
3: Mm-hmm. Best wishes to the guy who thought <laughs> you.
2: So glad you guys informed was me entry. that he liked me. <laughs> yeah.
6: It was
3: clear. It's
1: clear as a bell. Yeah. And uh, thank you to Casey for finding a cassette yes. player that we could play that on.
4: Well, I found the one that you broke. Uh, I don't know who found the other one.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. You didn't find that one? That one was in engineering. Oh. The one that I broke yeah, was I in more. sales.
4: So
1: <laughs> <laughs> I will, anyhow.
3: Uh, <laughs> it looks like. What was the, what were those? Uh, circuit City. It looks yeah. like a Circuit City years ago. Totally. Years. Totally. Yeah. You know what? So I'm going to. We should we should poke around at home and see
1: if we can find some some of our own. I'm going to go looking old cassettes. And now that we have this, I, I like I like rather than piping it through our uh, our board here and, and editing things, I like
4: just plopping it in the
1: old cassette player. See what you get. Yeah. See what you
4: get. I I had a cassette of me singing. You know, how you could like go into a recording booth, yeah. and sing a song. It was essentially karaoke. Yeah, it was uh, Ocean City Boardwalk. I was probably like ten years old. I want to hear that, I, dude. I can't. My mom probably would have that. The only one that I found was my brother uh, doing "Joy to the World" by Three Dog Night. What song did you do? I did uh, "Heard It Through the Grapevine." Uh, it so it had to have been right around or after the what was that, A big chill soundtrack came out, okay? Because right. I was big time into that whole soundtrack.
1: Right, excellent. All right, well, anyhow, thank you, and also thank you, Robert Irvine. Yes. Woo! Restaurant Impossible and Dinner Impossible is uh, beginning. They're both beginning new seasons tonight on Food Network. Mission Impossible. Uh, Dinner Impossible is back after 11 years, by the way. It's, so. That's awesome. And he was saying that, that the boardroom spirits is going to become Irvine's. Yeah. Which should be interesting. They're sad. out of Lansdale, local, so uh, we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, and thank you to Ryan Airy from Green hey. Crush News. Uh, that guy's forgotten. More about superhero and geeky stuff than we'll ever know.
3: The fact that he goes through and on a first viewing can come up with the uh, the hidden Easter eggs right off the bat says it's, uh, volumes. It's incredible. Uh, Pierre is here.
1: How you doing, man? How do you do? You're wearing one of my favorite shirts that you own. Uh-huh. It's a baseball player swinging a bat and it says touchdown on it. <laughs> That's one of my favorite shirts that you it's own.
11: Great. I thank you.
1: And are um, you usually uh, usually have your bag? I never see you wearing a bag like that before. Does, does that come in with you every day? Um, yes. Okay. You just normally
11: drop it off before you come in I here. forgot to take it off. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's nice, though. A it friend is nice. of mine suggested because I am um, a little scattered that I actually put my phone, yeah, wallet, and keys. Yep. Oh dear. <laughs> uh, keys not in there? No, keys don't seem to be in there. Oh, boy. But pocket? At any rate, uh, that okay. they, that I put them all in this uh, man bag, purse, yeah. man purse. Your satchel, yeah. Yeah, put Whatever. your stuff
3: back in there because you're going to you. lose it. Thank do you, you remember the Overwatch show Kung Fu with David Carradine? I do. Yeah. So he had he had his herbs and his tea and his... Right. He'd, he'd go into a like one of these real Western... Soil, <laughs> and yeah. he'd walk in and Because I, I have some water, please.
11: What? Yeah. <laughs> And then it's he'd the invari- tea, yeah. <laughs> he'd invariably run into these uh, horrible, uh close minded people and he'd go pieces the way and then he'd start a kick your throats them. out. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, it, was it was great.
3: I do not want to fight uh-huh.
11: Grasshopper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, but anyway,
1: I like your bag. Nice. Thank you.
11: Nice. Uh, you show, like
1: my bag and my shirt. I do too. Yeah. You know what? And I love. I always love the hat. So that's right, man. Are nice. The glasses are nice. You got oh, the well. Troika. You got everything I am going on Troiking. Yeah.
11: All right. All right, Troika. Let's do the letter. You ready? Uh, T baby. All right. Preston and
0: Steve <laughs> on ninety WMMR. Now the daily letter.
11: And the
1: Preston and Steve shows brought to you today by the letter D as in cat. C as in cat. Cat. Okay. Kitty cat. Oh, All right. Cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. we have 500 dollars part of uh T Mobile G five Fridays, where T Mobile is giving away five five G wait <laughs> giving away five G's in the name of Speed with the Preston and Steve show. And if you want another shot of winning five hundred dollars, just click contest at WMMR.com, and you can enter to win one of five. $500 online prizes. T Mobile is the first to bring 5G speeds to cities and towns across America. Coverage and speed. Who says you can't have it all? T Mobile, are you with
11: us? That's
1: the question. So we will give that away on tomorrow's program. And
11: speaking of programs, what's up today, dude? Well, thank you uh, for asking. We will have Led Zeppelin. We will have ZZ Top. And it is 311. So, of course, on 311 day, we'll have a block of 311. Nice. I got a great live version of of them covering Led Zeppelin at Festival Pier, uh, and they go into amber out of it, um, or a little bit of amber, and then back into Led Zeppelin. It's really sweet. Wow. Okay, so that'll be a part of today's? That'll be a part of the block. Nice. All right.
1: I want to thank our sponsors, Preston and Steve's show, brought to you today by Acme Markets, fresh foods and local flavors. Also brought to you by salus university the future of health science you can visit Edu. and finally brought to you by u.s digestive health colonoscopy it beats cancer schedule a screening at usdigestivehealth.com tomorrow ah from saturday night live lorraine newman right yes we'll be on the show uh, it is a no sad bro Friday, yep. and we'll give away. I have a feeling I'm smelling a contest. Oh, we definitely. Yeah, we have a We're few things to give away, so maybe we'll get to a contest tomorrow. So that is it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye bye.
7: The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You Help You Line.
12: Hi, this is Brett from Statewide Protective Service. We're applied. Private- company licensed to provide services in the state of New Jersey. We were founded by a team of active and retired police officers with the goal to provide services above industry standards. We are a first line of defense, providing a visual deterrent against criminal acts and rule violations on client property. Our officers have the training, education, and experience to handle any situation that arises in a professional and timely manner. So give us a call or visit us at statewideprotective.us we look forward to serving to you.
9: Next message. Hi,
7: this is Jeff from Ugly Mugs, Inc. We're an online-based local business out of Trenton, New Jersey. We
5: specialize in hand-painted horror and pop culture glassware and woodcraft. We also offer stickers, magnets, and handmade hair bows. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook by searching for Ugly Mugs, Inc. That's U-G-L-Y-M-U-G-S-I-N-C. Use code
7: GUYSZOOPS to receive 10% off. Thanks to President Steve and WMR for helping small businesses. Have a great day. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com. Where Jack really does sell them for less.